Potterwicker, Mr. Mo Potterwicker. Mr. Potterwicker, Mr. Mo Potterwicker. It's footy and frothies. Uh, well, in April the 14th, 2021, round five review show. Uh, joined today, Barney's here. Um, Hello, mate. Regaling us with his musical <laughs> prowess once more. How are you, buddy? You're a <laughs> drunken message. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mo Fortawaker, the uh, the da- name behind the Dag Ems. Quiet game, too. Yeah, he did have a quiet game, didn't do a lot. Uh, he was good enough, but was. Um, didn't help my super coach a great deal. We'll get to that later. And uh, joined by uh, part of the uh, Footy and Frothy's crew, uh, extended family, I'd say, Danon, yes. for his debut. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. That's all right. I might get to put your microphone in this traditional daggy line. Get that microphone closer to your face. <laughs> Face. There it is. Sorry. Um, first time on the show. Give us a bit of your background in footy and um, see a Parramatta fan. Uh, Parramatta fan happened, unfortunately, due to an uncle at a young age. He <laughs> suckered me in and it's been quite painful. Uh, Playing-wise, I actually did play for him in schoolboys. Uh, nice. 11, 12, around that age, played a handful of games. Um, as I grew up, the oh, I didn't grow up. Uh, the body stayed quite small, so I become a ref when I was living down the south coast. I made country championships, so I've done a fair few good, good games in the refereeing ranks. Um, a couple of the guys that are running around now, I've uh, ra- shared a field with. Yeah, shared the field with. Um, Quinlan, um, Dylan Farrell that played for South Sydney. Who was yeah. the forward that played for the Tigers as well? The Power and Tigers. No, no, played for the Tigers from the same club down the south coast. I can't remember. He's How long gone ago? Over, oh, handful of years. He's gone over to England now. Oh, it'll come to me. Um, yeah, uh, good question. Well, that's how good he was. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he was another one. But yeah, um, when I moved back up to Sydney, still, still referencing that around that rap arena. Yeah, Luai, Crichton, all those. That was sort of when I was finishing up. They were coming through the ranks. So uh, seeing those, the, like the Penrith kids that are coming through now, yeah, I've uh, reffed a handful of them, and geez, they were they've been talent for years, absolute years. And what? Um how close did you watch current refereeing? I try not to because it frustrates me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be. Yeah, don't want to come on and just bag refs out because I could. I could make my own show for that, but no one would watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so let's get to into some news. Oh yeah, quickly. Um, so your Parramatta fandom. I goes. We'll talk about that. First of all, your, your refing pathway. Just quickly. How is the refing pathway in New South Wales? How easy was it for you to get involved? Was it frustrating at times? It's oh. very easy. The problem is it's still a boys' club. Yeah, okay. Um, it has been, no matter where you're at, um, if you're in the click, you get pushed forward very quickly. And if you're not in the click, it doesn't matter how good you are, you just don't You don't get there. Um, I know there's a handful of refs that I used to ref with that, I, that were better than me. Yeah. And I still haven't seen them make New South Wales Cup. And I watch New South Wales Cup and 
there's just people that shouldn't be there. So these these other people that I used to ref with definitely should be higher up, and they're just obviously not in the click. Fair enough. And uh, in terms of giving it away, you just you had enough? Uh, too much on a Saturday, or your body gave in? Or? Body gave in. I'm due for the fourth ACL. Wow. Yeah. So I've, I think I've known you for three of them. So yeah. Yeah. There yeah. We go. So I yeah I can't run. Yeah. No. Fair enough. And you, yeah, your Parramatta fandom favourite player. Uh, so tell us a bit more about your uncle and how you got involved with that. Uh, it was the 01 run when they should have won that comp. Like we, a whole bunch of shooters. But, yeah, he took me to – I watched every single game in New South Wales that year. Um, that suckered me in. Uh, dad's a South fan. But I bet you're on Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So dad's a South fan. Um, he was trying, but the uncle uh, just won me over that year. Um, helps getting you out to all the games. Helps getting you out to all the games. Especially if they're running well at the time. He, yeah, he <laughs> called up 2GB. I got, I think it was Ray Hadley sent me out a, a jersey for my eighth birthday, a Parramatta jersey, because he got me on the, the phone to, to 2GB on the day. And, yeah. oh, geez, it was, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's sucking me in for a lifetime of torture. <laughs> so given, I guess, that sort of era, Hindmarsh, your favourite player? Hindmarsh's favourite Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pink Stumps, if we, which you would know about with cricket. Yeah. Uh, when when I was living down the south coast, he actually came to our Pink Stumps day. Oh wow! So I got to play cricket with Nathan Hindmarsh. So <laughs> gladly say I got him out. Best wicket of my career. <laughs> um, that's a highlight. Yeah. So, but yeah, Hindmarsh by by a mile. Yeah. And where where is the club at at the moment? In your opinion? They're not going to win a comp with the current coach and the current halfback. Fair enough. Which any honest Eels fan will agree with. Uh, But unfortunately, there's a lot of Eels fans that are happy with finals due to the wooden spoons in recent seasons. But, yeah, being almost 30 and never seeing a premiership, I'm not happy with just top four finishes if you can't win finals. Yeah, fair comment. Uh, Should we get into some new? Any questions for Dana? No, mate, not really. Um, Yeah. Commiserations. I, I made it to about 34 before I saw one, so there you go. there's still hope, mate. <laughs> I, I think I'll be 50 before I see another one, but anyway, um, let's get to the news. Shall we start with? Uh, we'll save the uh, shark stuff for the end of this, I guess. Michael Morgan officially announced his retirement through to uh, shoulder in, in a shoulder injury, medical retirement, 168 games, 12 tests, 12 origins, 2017 halfback of the year. Uh, I, I, it all stems back to the, I think the second shoulder reconstruction the screws came loose and yeah. it, they never salvaged it they're unable to salvage it after that um, I believe uh, Dan and Kemp spoke quite well about how he was uh, such a lovely bloke and yeah from all was, reports he's, a, game was he's never, a wonderful uh, man like yeah. the front of, front and centre of his life and um, I suppose which is similar for all those sort of um, Queenslanders and they you know, have their own life away from it your thoughts on Michael Morgan Barn? Oh, he's always been a very talented, um, talented half. He's, uh, I think he's, um, he'll probably get lost a little bit just because of how long he was aside, alongside uh, Thurston, realistically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because Thurston stole all the limelight there for, <laughs> off, for the game for quite a long time. But um, no, Morgan um, did some very good things. He had a really nice run there for a couple of years, and basically at the peak of his powers is when he um, that second shoulder injury came along, and obviously it's never been the same since he's, he's cracked it, cracked the plate and the screws came out and there's been a lot of talk for the last couple of years that something's not right with him and obviously we now know what, what's going on. Yeah. feel sorry for the bloke that he's um, had to give it away due to injury. Um, hopefully he's got something 
within the game that he can fall back on. But he, he had a good mind and he played um, quite well as a half. So rate him up there as a, one of the better halves that I've seen play. Well, there was that year, I think the year they made the grand final without Thurston, he was probably the best player in the world. Yep. Um, for that year, he was outstanding. Dan and your... I was just about to mention that one. The year that he finally got to step out of uh, JT's shoes, it was the year before JT's final season, I yes. believe, yeah. um, where Thurston got uh, injured. And him and Tom Malolo took that side from – did they finish eighth? Was it eighth? It was bottom. It was it to was, the grand yeah, final. Yeah, because yeah, I was at the game they knocked the eels out. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember it quite well. Something different in a final. Yeah, something different. Uh, eels out in straight sets. Um, no, no, but, yeah, he, he had that – he was able to prove how good he was without Thurston being there. And then the injury yeah. knocked him back again, unfortunately, because they the Cowboys put a lot of money into him as well to to take him, take over after Thurston left. I think they um yeah, I think on the back of the shoulder thing he then second guessed himself and then they tried to manufacture some other halves ever since and he's got lost in the centres. He was playing uh he played centre, then he moved it back to 5'8". And then he played centre in origin, I'm yeah. pretty sure, didn't he? And did fine, he was fine. Actually. He was very like, good. One origin at the centre. Yeah. Um, around some pretty good players, but... Well, um, isn't Val Holmes a relative as well? I couldn't tell. I, I, I thought it was like a brother-in-law or something. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah like, that's what I mean. They've built the club, or they've tried to build the club around him, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we've probably covered that off, but um, best wishes to him in the future. I assume he'll probably go away and um, be quite happy on a farm somewhere and go about his life. I think he's got a young family. Uh, Josh Maguire, immediate transfer to the Dragons, has been named in their extended squad this weekend. Uh, we touched on that last week as well. It's probably the best for everyone involved. I think everyone's yeah, well, happy. Yeah, if he's having scuffles with the coach, it's probably time to move on. Yeah, um, He's been one of their best this season and he probably, if he's in an atmosphere where he's um, yeah, he's a little bit happier, he's probably going to be even better again. So, Kudos to, I'll get to that later, but kudos to Hook because he's gone and found his old boy and they're doing a the job. He's so, pulling a few of them together. Um, and Hook spoke quite well. I watched him on 360 the other night. And I was, uh, he was very good on ABC Radio last week, last year. Last as a year, yes, so he was really good. Yeah. But he spoke very well just about they're looking for value for money. Uh, yeah. And McCulloch provided that. Maguire it's provides that. Fundamentals. And uh, they're Hook, giving yeah. solid, yeah, solid, giving a solid base to work off. We'll keep that to. Um, to our review to touch a bit more on the Dragons. Uh, transfer news. That was the main one. Reese Walsh has gone to the Warriors, effective immediately. So I assume he's okay. the fullback and waiting for RTS next year. Yeah. And uh, injuries. So Sean's nickel clock star is uh, indefinite now. They don't know. They're concerned about that. It doesn't sound good. No, definitely. Um, so... Neck muscle? Is yeah, it neck, neck muscle? Yeah, something to do with the neck. I'm not sure... I don't know if they know, so indefinite's all I've heard. It's probably the one part of the Raiders side that doesn't have as much depth. Well, back line. Calabacan's so. a good player, but I was actually thinking about before they named the team, I'd forgotten about him, and I was yeah. laying there, I was sitting there the other day just going, who, I think, because we'd, we'd spoken as well about Croker and where he actually fits in this team anymore. Um, 
In which Dan and I suggested to Barney that maybe it's time Croker moved to the wing if you're going to cave him and then keep Chris in the team. Uh, and then without a fullback, I was quite concerned, like, who does go to fullback? Rapana just was, a, was all at sea. He yeah, was a bit of a there. mess at fullback, yeah. Um, and he's had a good season until then. Uh, Calabria is a Penrith boy. He, he'll do fine, I think. Um, he's safe. Safe. He's very safe. safe. He doesn't fraction small. small. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, supply a lot in attack as in when they're in the attacking 20, but he wouldn't need to in that side anyway. Chance well, they, generally Chance didn't, didn't do a lot of ball playing exactly. either. Yeah, exactly. So. so that's what the... He's, he's good under the high ball. He makes his metres off run backs. And then when they're attacking, they use Hodgson and then Williams and Whiten. So. Just try to put him into holes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah well... Even at the Penrith pecking order, he was in front of Dane Laurie, I believe. So um, I guess that speaks, has to say something for where he's got he some good it. pace, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Dugan and Graham will miss this week with HIA. We'll get to that later. Uh, da Lussick, uh, eight, I was going to say Darcy. Freddie Lussick out for eight weeks with uh, whatever it is. Shoulder. Broken arm. Broken arm. Yeah. So they have got, they're down to Ben Marshke this week. So he's about the yeah, ninth right. choice hooker. And he got off his and charge. Did he get cleared? I haven't heard that yet. Did okay, get cool. Um, Kieran's yeah, back though Yes And uh, Verrill is I believe is Two or three weeks away uh, okay. Beyond that uh, Bradman Best Back this week the, the main one I think that's the main Injury news I thought they would have Plugged Radley in there Myself but so, Yeah well I think they gambled On the young bloke And uh, Had Radley up the sleeve uh, I'd be very surprised If he doesn't spend Some time They're given He's arguably playing two of the best hookers in the comp this week. Um, yeah, I the think they've probably got a, a few better um, options in the back row if you put Radley into I th- hooker. But I think if he loses at judiciary, uh, Radley probably does start at night. Oh, that's right. I think they'd but play yeah, because he they won. Had, um, they'd named the extra back rowers on the extended bench. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to the Cronulla Sharks. So it's official day that John Morris is gone immediately. Yeah. He is finished with the club. Uh, we touched on this that the, there was smoke about last week. Uh, Craig Fitzgibbons signed a three-year deal from next year. The male was Cameron Serraldo would be joining him. As of today, I believe Penrith are quite confident Serraldo's not joining him, but okay. we'll see what that means. Um, would you like the floor, David? I mean, well, realistically, what can you say? I'd be very surprised if it's just a complete board decision. There must be something going on in the background. Obviously, all the players have come out and defended everybody, saying that you know they all love him and all the rest of it. But there's ten or twelve blokes that haven't signed yet. Obviously, they did. There was always questions about whether who the coach was going to be and all the rest of it. But I mean, they've done him over pretty hard, to be honest. This is up there with what they did to Dean Pay with the Bulldogs. Like, he was basically only ever going to be a stopgap measure, and they had no plans for him moving forward. the bloke's got like probably the last two years he could have maybe got a little little bit more out of the team. Um, they did they did exceed expectations, but there's probably a little bit more he could have got out of them. I don't think there's anything else he could have done with them this year. I don't think he could have got any more effort well, they, out they, of they this are team four from this five, year. How's three the stat though? No, two two wins, three losses. Two wins, three losses. Oh, They've okay. not beat got a top close eight to side the Raiders. Though. They've not beat a top eight side since Morris has taken over. No, no, that's fair enough. That's fair. Comment. And and that's what. It, how does that affect <laughs> perhaps? As, um, as like the one thing that hasn't improved under John Morris is that first up attack, uh, first up uh, impact in defence, yeah. and it's been something I've bang, banged on about since we started this podcast. And the Sharks just missed too many tackles with that first up hit. They they miss 30, 40 tackles every week, and their first contact is soft, and it actually lost us the game again this yeah. week when we should have won. 
Um, there was two tack- two first up hit tackles that were just not good enough, and one bloke completely missed, <laughs> and the other bloke just hit him with his arm, and they scored two tries off it, which got him back in the fight. But um, yeah, I, I think they've done him pretty poorly. I, I'm not surprised. I think there's something else going on in the background. There was rumours last year that there was three or four blokes that were off him, um, namely for feeder and Graham. Graham's still there. Fafita's apparently going to be moved on very shortly. Yeah. Um, overseas. And um, I don't know if they can... If signing Fitzgibbon gets um, Sean Johnson to sign on and a couple of the young blokes in Rudolph and Talakai to, to sign on again, then all for it. But realistically... Sean Johnson's one of the ones... That, he was on the Matty John show. Yeah. And yeah. he... But, Backed him at least in out. What they say in public, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. (laughs) That's that's the hardest part. You don't know. I I think he's done. Like the stat about not being a top eight team is um is I can't say it's a damn one, but with the squad he has with blokes that they got, he's got a barely a top eight team. Um, yeah, three of them are well past their best. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd include Wade Graham in that. Well, you inherited blokes like, like. Dugan and Moylan and yeah. he's got a buster to you've got, you got Moylan playing 5'8 uh, he's got the best out of Aaron Woods this year as good as he's going to get out of Aaron Woods yep. um, had yes. Fafita who couldn't move anyway left or right no. and Wade Graham's got one arm and the three blokes taken up two and a half mil in your salary cap. yeah so I think he's done a, as good a job as anyone in, in the comp with the cattle he's got uh, I think he's hard done by uh, will I lose any more sleep over it no um, but I, it, it's rough on him the Sharks board has been a nutcase for a long time. I'm surprised Fitzgibbon took the job, to be honest. I so might. Well, I thought the word always was that eventually Trent Robertson's going to go back to France and Fitzgibbon will be well, the next in line. says that he's not going oh, anywhere just, anytime he soon, doesn't happy it? in uh, Australia. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, why else would it not happen? That's right. Well, no, exactly. People don't generally leave the rooster set up. No. That way. How, uh, how much controls Fitzgibbon going to have of those 15 that are off contract? That, surely well, that comes into I assume when, he will have Conversation almost immediately. You'd have to. Uh, whether there's but is the Sharks one of those clubs where the coach has the final say, or is it more of like the dragon setup where this is who we're going after? Apparently, Morris never did, but the guy before him had basically the control of the whole fucking joint. So, (laughs) peptides and I'm very surprised if the guy before him won't be back in that club at some point. Well, I thought that's not if they're going with Fitzgibbon now. As a coaching director or something, he'll get a job there. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know if it's a power trip, but I think these two the, these two blokes, the new CEO and new um, whoever is head of football, the whoever is, wanted to have their own stamp on the club and they decided that was the way they're going to do it. I Yeah. And that, that's why I'm asking. Is Fitzgibbon going to come in and be able to say... Well, I don't know what that I don't means. think he'd take the job if he wouldn't. Yeah. If, I'd, 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 surely he's smart enough to know that. I'm pretty um, sure he would have had that conversation before he put pen to paper, I would imagine. That starts immediately. But Chuck's only only one. I've talked about this a lot. Nearly two-thirds of the comp are off contract next year or have club or player options in their favour. Massive. There's a massive turnover coming next year. And I don't know if Craig Fitzgibbon, unless, like, through the, even through the New South Wales connections, who – I don't think he's going to pick up any New South Wales players. So who's next on the totem? Um, whether – I can't imagine someone like a Talakai Rudolph – wouldn't be a t- more attached to a John Morris who's coached him the whole way through. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Uh, no. Or even a Sean Johnson uh, who's outside that system. Uh, and it's not like the Roosters produce their own juniors that he can take with him? 
hundred percent. Like that's me. Like where where is this Fitzgibbon connection going to come from? They must have someone in mind. I don't know who it is. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they keep that group of players together for the I next. I can't imagine they do twenty weeks. Well, Will Kennedy is going to now want some money. No, oh, of course he's, he's playing, uh, playing very well. There's Sean Johnson's going to want nine hundred. I don't mean um, go next year. I'm talking about for the rest well, of this agree, season. Agree, like, agree. They could absolutely but fall apart. Can, and this is like even if they put in the effort for the next couple of weeks because you know they're they're just doing it for the the club or they're doing mm. it. In self pride, but he's for feeder suddenly back out of the cold. Down. Just suddenly they name for feeder. Apparently he's been signed with Super League. So. Yeah, well, that's what I read as well. Who's confirmed. the coach? Yet, who's Hannay? Uh, Josh Hannay. Josh Hannay yeah. taken over. So. No, Ben Hannett. One of them. No, Hannay. Josh Hannay. Josh Hannay. So I think he's about the only bloke who's got um, form as an interim coach. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Runs on the board with the Cowboys the other year, but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. I it's, I can't see it being any good for the Sharks for this season. No, to the point even this week I'm now, you're now second guess yourself straight away. Should we get into our review? Nothing else for the news? Uh, so the round kicked off. It feels like an eternity ago now. Uh, Bunnies 35 defeat the Broncos 6. Um, yes, Statistician six Supreme. Three out of six conversions for Souths and one out of one for the Broncos. We had our first two-point field goal. Mm. It was a good, fucking good hit as well. And we had another field goal at the end of the game. A penalty goal for South. At exactly well. the point I said the first two-point field goal would come. Yeah, a couple um, of minutes before half-time. That's, we both said that. Time. We said it's no, the only time they're going to take is just before half-time or yep. when they're trailing with a couple of minutes to go. Uh, 86% completions played 71%. 37 out of 43 sets played 25 out of 35. Eight line breaks to two. 37 tackle busts to 23. Seven offloads to 13. Uh, a force dropout for the Broncos, no 40-20s. 323 tackles played 371. Two ruck infringements from both sides. Three out of six penalties. Three penalties conceded by South Six to the Broncos. Eight errors played 11. Host had 39 tackles. Turpin with 56. Burgess with 246 metres. And Huss with 170. Uh, South had 160-plus post-contact metres more than the Broncos did, which tells you a bit about how the forward packs were going. Benji missed three tackles out of 22. Mead missed five out of 10. Milford missed five out of 19. Latrell with 138 supercoach points. Gay Guy with 87. Then there was four other Souths players before you got down to Painhouse with 70 supercoach points. Um, I forgot my first point. <laughs> Dana, what do you think of the game? <laughs> I've got the note. I had something else I was going to add that I didn't write down. Dana, what do you think of the game? You oh, can go this way. It wasn't as bad for the Broncos as what I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to get done up by a lot more than the six tries to one. Um, I suspect it's because Latrell like, could only be fucked for about 35 off minutes. For about half an hour. <laughs> he spent half the game just wandering around was the backfield. Was it even that long? Like, that's <laughs> what I mean. He's just like, oh, geez, we're, we're doing pretty well at the moment. I might come out, come in here and set up a try, score a couple myself. Um, yeah, I, they did miss. I know Benji's been amazing off the bench, but I've got a feeling that if Cody Walker was there, they probably hit the 50. Different style of play. I, yeah. yeah, I think so. Benji's more expansive. Cody's more direct. Yeah, um, and that's like you saw this, the seven hundred odd meter difference. If Cody's there on the back of that, I think they hit fifty. Barney, old old father time got the first try. Yeah. <laughs> Jumped in off the bat back and snatched it up. Latrell probably should have been there, which would said, have been better the, for the super catch. That's the Latrell difference, yeah. But he was waiting out the back. I, th- I thought he. I think he was thinking Coates might have grabbed it and run away with it, but. Um, 
Cook started awesome that first 20 minutes half an hour Cook was tearing them apart through yep. the middle um, South had that roll on but then Broncos forward pack sort of kicked into gear and slowed that ruck down so Cook couldn't get out and do what he normally does um, the South back line is just miles ahead of the Brisbane back line the yep. Brisbane back line was pathetic at times like completely inept <laughs> different parts of the game um, Turpin and Haas were probably the only blokes that you'd give a tick to um, again just got through their work Haas is a one man team like genuinely he carries that team he's got Turpin team. there now too yeah, he's got he's, Turpin. He's and Lodge was good for Lodge's first team uh, kept yep. them in the game he did that's I'll give him credit there yep. the rest yeah Haas, Haas is Haas is a the superstar the Brisbane and I said it last year the concern about that is that when he's 23 he's going to have two busted shoulders and, and I don't know he just looks like an absolute specimen man yeah. he might just keep going forever I, 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 I know I, I love watching him and I hope he is but he could also be Aaron Woods by the time he's 30 yeah 100% um, definitely yeah I said that back line was just miles ahead uh, the South's halves linked up pretty nice Reynolds and Benji had a pretty nice combination there which is not bad for your second choice you know I think it helps that um, Benji plays half hour every week anyway because yeah, when yeah, he comes definitely. on, they go to that they go to that sort of two fullback mm-hmm. and push Benji into first receiver and have Cody wider. Yeah, but, oh, you keep going? No, that's about all I've got, mate. Um, well, yeah, my notes. I wanted to say that, um, and they have, but honestly, Kev, how it's taken you six rounds to pick two fucking halves is discre- like why was Brody coughed on the bench? If you know, like why? What was to be gained from that? And then he gave him the last two weeks, and, and give him two, and the same same the week before. Like you're wasting one interchange air. Um, and that's it. You compare it to a Benji who's on the bench. Well, I get Benji being on the bench, but, but, he's got but a that's role. what I mean. But, yeah. And that's it. So Kevy's got. But a he comes on, on to complement the two. Exactly. Whereas Brody comes on to take one of them off. Yeah, it doesn't uh, work. Yeah. Just doesn't get, work. Or if you're going to do it, do it with an hour to go when you're down by 20. Yeah. Change yeah, something. He, leave, they bring he leaves them both on and it actually gives the. The, um, the middle's a bit of a rest because they start playing towards the edges That's rather right. than, you know, and they can rotate that middle a little yep. bit. Whereas when you're just dragging one off and bringing the other one on, it doesn't make sense at all. Now, I want to... Um, the well, quick one I mentioned. So Benji, yeah, stepped in two line breaks, uh, one line break assist, one tackle, try assist, one try, which isn't bad. Um, Tom Burgess has been sensational all year. Um one of the yes. concerns at the start of the year was the size of the pack, and he's not obviously in the top. He's not in the top twenty percent of size, but he's big enough for it. And but he's realised that's his job to mm-hmm. really set that up. And he has a couple of good partners in your uh, Mark Nichols of the world that come on and and help him out there. Yep, I think he's been sensational. And, and with all the wraps on the spine, he needs to get Kulamatungi that wasn't there. Yeah, he needs to get he needs to get those wraps. And um, in, to the point where I just noticed he's a free agent in our draft, Barney, and I just pick him yeah, up. Yeah, okay. Nice. Um, <laughs> so you fools, Callum and Campbell. Um, <laughs> and I want to talk about Latrell. Like Latrell's generally now my favourite player. Like I just. Uh, uh, Papin oh, has taken it. over too. He's still lazy. Uh, he's so lazy. Yeah, well, that's why I love him because he literally turns up for forty minutes and still pumps out uh, one field goal, two try, uh, two try assists, one try, one line break assist, three line breaks, and he didn't play for half of it. He just stood around. Some of those plays, we just waiting for a full. Where Papinaz would absolutely be sweeping off the back and chiming in. It's just so he's hard over to in handle. the bay. He's just 40, 40 it, meters it away. It reminds going. me of Jared yep. Hayne and what yeah. I used to have but the shits. Gets, at, I used to have the shits yeah. at Hayne because he is so good. If you, if you had him playing for eighty minutes every week, yeah, you, you, but I, you would but hardly I, lose. I also a game. would like to think when they play Melbourne, he will. Um, I could be wrong, but I would like to think because, well, for example, in round one, I think that the the great analogy had that Benji first try. 
a Pappenhausen or a Teddy, Teddy or scores that because he's yeah. standing yeah. there. A lot of, but, but in saying that, in the modern day, a lot of fullbacks don't chase kicks anymore. Yeah, but he was about yeah. 30 metres behind the play. Yeah, he was just <laughs> wandering, was I mean. like wandering around. <laughs> oh, like, oh, again, sorry to talk about the Eels, but Gutherson stands 20, no, 30. He doesn't. Charles Nickel Clockstack, I believe, is another one that yeah. just doesn't no, go, for the, go for the high but, ball. Um, they, they stand back. Yeah. No, no, I, I can see that, but um, I felt that was a fullback play, but uh, as oh, Brian did, but it's I know you say 100, yeah, yeah, and maybe, that's it. So it's, maybe is, we're is looking that what's through, is that what's coached into? Maybe it's all through Pappenhausen and Well, days. he was moving from the middle field towards the wing, like obviously but looking to my maybe point cover was when he chimed in, and, and that's what you mentioned earlier. What if Coates got that? Yeah. Mitchell was there. And is, that, is that something? And that's he did wrap up. There was one where Coates it did pop up to Coates, and he did wrap him up. And, and is that Bennett just? Uh, saying and he, oh, he put the he raked it. He got one where he pulled the ball out of his hands and he hit him again another time. He's just so but hard to I handle just, when he's one-on-one with blokes. They very rarely bring him down. Well, this is why he was the best He's apparently 110 kilos, and, uh, and just, but just his touch. And as you pointed out a couple of weeks back when I was looking at maybe holding on to him, he's always got that final touch. And when he just goes, he doesn't miss. Whereas, to use your Hayne analogy, to, if Hayne threw three, one of them was ended up in a second row. Yeah. The other two might hit. Yeah, I never, he, I never thought he so. had that. Because obviously playing in centre, all you ever do is sort of tap it on. But now he's he's got that tap on, yeah. but he's got a lovely pass. Yeah. Right to left pass as well. And all that creates is that thing where he can just take the hole if he if, yeah. if he gets it. And, um, yeah, I, I, he's, he's now close to me. If he's not my favourite, he's, he's close to it. And, um First him for just on the back of that, the Daggy M's. Love. Daggy M's. I'm giving him three. So am I. Two to Benji, and then we can discuss why I had either Burgess, Huss, or Reynolds. But I'm also happy if someone thinks Burgess or Reynolds deserves two. Happy to discuss that, but I thought Benji was pretty good. I had um, Campbell Graham as my two, to be honest. I thought okay, he did enough. really well on that right-hand edge, and he gave them all sorts of trouble. And, and who um, would you one be? I had Murray or Burgess as my one. What do you reckon, I, I had Burgess. Um... If your forwards aren't laying the platform, your backs can't do the job. Yep. I absolutely respect that. So yeah. let's say Latrell three. Yep. Let's say Burgess two. Yeah, we'll put Burgess in for two. And uh, who was the one? Cam Murray or Campbell Graham or Payne Benji. <laughs> oh, Benji three. Benji one. Benji, yeah. Benji, Benji still playing. Okay, yeah. Latrell, Burgess, Benji, GT for that. Got to send our thoughts to Ollie the Oracle, who couldn't be with us this week, and Mrs. Ollie, who unfortunately lost a beloved family pet. One of the dogs passed away, so they're having a bit of a tough time. So our thoughts with them, thoughts with Ollie. And uh, he'll be back next week to no doubt be twixt and uh, throw out some... uh, prognostications for the week so we'll save a few of his segments for next week I might have a peanut later anyway we'll see what mood oh, I'm in nice but let's get to um, the Seagulls 13 Warriors 12 in a game that rivaled the Dogs in Brisbane for the worst game I've ever yeah, seen it's pretty bad uh, Barney yeah so two tries apiece and two conversions each uh, Warriors missed a field goal Manly missed one too, but then they kicked one, so that was the, all she wrote. 75% played 73%. 33 out of 44 sets played 32 out of 44 sets. Two line breaks to the Warriors and three to Manly. 24 tackle busts played 27. 14 offloads to the Warriors, nine to Manly. Three force dropouts from the Warriors and two from Manly. No 40-20s again. Three... Ruck infringements played two, 373 tackles played 382. One penalty conceded by the Warriors, two by Manly. 12 errors played 16 errors. Tavanga made 51 tackles. Trebojevic with 48. RTS with 259 metres. Garrick with 171 metres. 
Tavanga missed seven tackles, but he also made 51, so it's probably not the worst in the world. Was it he or Tohu did the try saver? Got his hand, scrambled back and got that. Tohu, Tohu got Tohu, underneath yeah. that one. Yep. Um, who is that? No idea. Harper made missed five and made 17 tackles. Supercoach DCE got 83 points. Tavanga with 82. RTS with 75. Um, game never really kicked into gear at all, man. There was just constant errors and infringements and penalties, and it just at any time it looked like a game was going to break out, something happened, and it just got dragged back. <laughs> Fifteen minutes to go, I think rubbish. everyone in our like in our chat just went, "Can this game fucking end?" Because it was <laughs> it was painful. it was over. Like I was over it. Going, I'm going. This should be an exciting finish. And I was like, and I went out to actually go and have a crap with about five to go, and it was actually more enjoyable than anything in that game beforehand. <laughs> Uh, for the game itself, scored a decent try. I went well. That was good. Do you meet what you missed about sub? But four errors yes. and three handling errors. <laughs> That's what I was about. To <laughs> yeah, sorry, keep going. I'll cut you off. Put the pumpkin <laughs> on and almost turned himself into a pot plant <laughs> with four errors after scoring a good try. Lucky he's got some uh, company this week. Aloy, yeah, uh, Tapao, Schuster, and Trebojevic were fairly good in that manly pack. Uh, there's a couple Paseca that was good so too. good. Yeah, Paseco is Paseco's For, improved. Paseca's man, first gonna, stint was good. Yeah, he's going to be a serious footballer in a year or two. He's already there, but yeah, he's um, if he can improve that consistency, he's going to be a top-notch front rower running around in this game. Uh, DCE was very good. Seems to be gaining confidence. I don't know if that combination is just clicking yes. in a little bit or uh, what's going on there. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan was pretty good. He yeah. actually, the longer he's on the field, he seems to be improving a little bit each time he um he has a touch and has a run. I thought he was probably um one of the Warriors' best. Uh, RTS, uh, Tohu Harris, and Tavanga were good, but yeah, again, there was a lot of blokes that weren't so good. <laughs> so we've had a late run in from Trev Smith. Long time no see, Trev. What's going on? Uh, not much, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. Buddy. Living the you? Piermont life now. How are you? Yeah, they call me the Prince of Piermont. Oh, yeah, nice. How's the Piermont pussy for the Prince? Oh, mate. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I've got a funny story to tell you. <laughs> like, so, like, I'm on Bumble, right? Fire away. Mm. I'm on Bumble, and, like, like, I'm going through, and, like, I'm swiping right, and, like, nowhere to vote, I match with my next-door neighbour. Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Did you knock? Mate. Didn't have to knock. Oh. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Looking for it. Wow. Did you tap? <laughs> no, I swiped. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, well, we're just in the middle of the manly stuff, yeah. so we'll pick it back up. Cool. Uh, where are we at, Barn? Yeah, basically, um, I've got. I've said pretty much all I want to say about this game. Okay, to be cool. Just talking about how bad they were. Yeah, so you may fire away, or oh, I can geez, do it if you want. It was just so painful. You're right. Look, as you said in our group chat, it was just can this end already? It was, it was so bad. Um, everyone is talking about that sub run. Um, now your microphone's on your beard there, Danny. Oh. Just get a little bit higher. <laughs> Sorry. And up, no, up, yeah, up, no, up, up, and in. And we're good. That's what he said on Bumble. That's what he said on Bumble. Yeah, up and in. Up and in. Yeah, all good. Right, keep going. But who did he outrun? Mamalo. Yes. No. It was um, it was RTS. That no, was the winger. Oh, then it was Marlon. No, yeah, it was Marlon. Yeah. Who's not a quick winger? 
Well, so that was moving. Oh, it, but sensational play. I, I always love those plays off the f- early. It was first tackle off a scrum. Boot it down. I love it. I love when Melbourne is still for Ado Carr. I, yeah. I think it's a tremendous play. It um, is a very smart play. Full credit for that. That was the end of the highlights of the match for me. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, interesting stat. Last five wins by the Warri- uh, by Manly over the Warriors. Three have been DCE field goals. Yep. He knows um, how to. He does know so how to. So can slide. It. He. I think of everyone in the comp bar, maybe Reynolds, when you get set up, you sort of, I thought straight away you can see that goal. He's series. kicked more than 20 now, hasn't he? It was something, they were talking about it the other day on the radio. Probably. It's, it's something ridiculous. He doesn't generally miss. Yeah. Um, Cody Nick Rima went missing. I didn't see him anywhere. I thought he was, where there was times where uh, Warriors had enough possession, enough ball where they should have been putting points on and he was nowhere. Yeah, Sullivan was a dominant half and he's played, what, five or six games of yeah, first grade. So I was pretty disappointed in him. RTS was the best player in the field. Um, the last thing I'll say is we've covered off per second the rest of it. Uh, yeah, well, to, uh, Tavunga's efforts were great. Toyota's efforts were great. I wrapped them. Jack Murchie was, was okay. They, they built a a good enough platform. I can't really blame She's the forwards. Just making a name for um, I, and that was the last thing I want to say is I think he's Manly's best player right now, close and it's not even it. close. And how old is he? Eighteen. Yeah. Oh, he's someone yeah. ridiculous. He's eighteen, mate. He's yeah. still he's still on enough for a boy to play SG ball. But he is uh, just he's uh, he wants a ball. Uh, he's always there. Yeah. At the, he's, he's chasing grubbers he's and he's half. playing second round. Yeah, yeah, he normally plays yeah. five eighty. No one plays five. But a strong boy. Uh, you know a lot of those boys through Manly. Um, yeah. Kepi, where your boy again was good. Um, yeah, I love the Kep stuff. Yeah, anything to add from the game? You see much of it? Uh, mate, all I can say is that, you know, like it was a real ugly game, to be honest with you. Yes. And that, like, I, I thought um, both, like, the Warriors were unlucky in stages. But in the, the day, it was an ugly field goal, but it got over the sticks. Yeah. There's yeah. not really much to take away from the game except for you got to win when it's ugly. Now all they can do now is move on to Mudgee and go from there. Uh, yeah, final thoughts on the game is I do want to mention that both those man, uh, Warriors wingers are dead set pop plans. Like they are. Mamalu, I know he's, he's oh, scored yeah. plenty of tries, but my God, he added little and Fusatua we mentioned last week. but He's been much better than Fusatua this year. but <laughs> They were very average. Um Daggy M's, I'm still going RTS 3, Schuster 2, DC 1, but happy to rotate anyway you see fit. Well, I had DCE as 3, just because I think he did every, pretty much everything for that Manly team. Yep. Um, RTS 2 and Schuster 1. Yeah, DCE kicks the winner, sets yep. up sub. Nothing to add, Trev? Um, no, nah, man, nothing And had add. another try assist. Yeah, okay, the other, yeah, he did, uh, yeah. Schuster's DC- was off the kick as well. That's right. DCE 3, Schuster 2, RTS 1. We get to the main event, Penrith and Canberra, 30 to 10, uh, in front of a full house. I think there were two sold out this week, and yes. or two sold out, like I was sold out, so there's definitely at least two, and then two other big crowds. So some Tigers got upset about Penrith. Yeah. Well, because um, <laughs> they didn't do, they didn't didn't save any tickets for social distancing. Apparently, Penrith yeah. just oh. sold out every ticket they had, and the Tigers didn't because oh, they really? were trying to do the response. Probably thing. did some people a favour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really love watching this Penrith team play. I, yeah. I really do. Um, but Barney, you may do your stuff first. Yeah, Penrith thirty, Raiders ten. Five tries to two. Five out of five conversions for Penrith, and one out of two for the Raiders. Sixty-nine percent completion, played sixty-eight, which is. Um, a little bit low for both of these teams. 36 out of 52 sets played 28 out of 41. Um, again, Penrith made 
over 140 extra post-contact metres than the Raiders, and that's basically how they broke this game open. Six line breaks to three. Uh, 37 tackle busts by Penrith, played 28 from the Raiders. Nine offloads to 14. Penrith forced three dropouts to one from the Raiders. Again, no 40-20s. I'm seeing a lot less 40-20s this year than I have in previous years. But Set restarts or you really come to play there, I think. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's what I think it is because it's no... Like they're worried Scrum, about missing it and yeah. having to get down there. Play ball and yeah, get okay. set. yeah, true. 329 tackles played, 354. Two ruck infringements to five. Penalties conceded with two by Penrith and six by the Raiders. 17 errors played, 13. Kenny made 49 tackles, Young with 36. To O with 254 metres, Young with 147 metres. Uh, Kickout missed five tackles out of 26. Martin missed three out of 18. Uh, Whiten and uh, Whiten, Tappany and uh, Hodgson but all missed four tackles, severely missed five. Uh, Supercoach points, Whiten with 95, Staines with 85 and Luai with 79. Trev, do you see the game? Yes, I did see the game. Any thoughts? Mate, I, I just thought Penrith were just good. Like Earlier on, the Raiders were just... They turned up the play, like that, without a doubt. But then they... Uh, they scored that try very earlier on, and I thought, okay, well, they're going to give it to Penrith here. Like, I'm not saying they're going to go and win it, but I thought Penrith are going to have to do this tough if they're going to win it. And then today, the I just think uh, their energy, Raiders' energy level just dropped, and then when the Panthers got the ball, they did what they had to do with it, and then just uh, steamrolled Canberra. Yeah, like, uh, it was almost like once Penrith hit the lead, Raiders didn't actually know how to chase. Yeah, how to chase. They... Yeah. I'm going to say they packed up, but they just were like, oh, shit, what do you do now? I think uh, it's no surprise. Penrith didn't score a point until Nickel Clockstack went off. And I think it was yeah, it was like a set or two after uh, Penrith went in, and then it was just one for Punham at the fullback. It was a different game. Yeah. He's, just, he's not defensively set up to be... He was out of position a lot. Yeah, 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 exactly. And Penrith just... <laughs> they're that good. Yeah. One, one little thing like that, game's over. They just... They know what to do once it happens. Barney? Yeah, well, the Raiders had the better of the first 20 minutes, which is um, quite unusual for Penrith, considering they keep a lot of teams to nil in that first 20 minutes. But uh, Whiten was running really strongly. Williams was controlling the possession with um, nice little grubbers and getting the ball back and just controlling field position. But then Williams sort of lost his way. I, I didn't he, see he him for the last very, sort of hour of the game. I don't he becomes very... Very much left to right after a while, yeah. and maybe like he instead of for for a running half, he he's now gone right. The, he's actually gone the other way because yeah. last year we we're talking a lot about how they had two running halves, and now it's almost like he thinks his ball playing he needs to be. Yeah, I think he needs to start digging back into that line a little bit. Is but, there a element? All right, let's talk about camera for a sec because you talked about once Rapano back there that changes it, and we've said in the past that this. 20 points, I guess, is an easy margin to knock up in this current sort of yeah. format of the game. Do you forgive Canberra off this? Oh, yes. Oh, is this where Canberra's at? Questions. Oh, I, I forgive Canberra. Um, every top four side, I believe if they lose, or that top six that you always talk about, if they lose their um, their fullback at any moment during a game, I think it massively affects them. I'd agree with that. So if, mm. if Teddy's gone... And, and probably Chand is the bottom of that top six, yeah. but a fair comment. Fair but comment. Yeah, but if so if Teddy's gone, they're in trouble. Mm. Latrell's maybe the only one. If Pappy goes down, I think that, well, they lost to Penrith, 
Yeah. <laughs> but Penrith had that game quite well until Dylan Edwards went down. And you've mentioned it time and time again. If, if Parramatta lost Gutherson, that, that would be yeah. their season over. Yeah. So you see Sydney can get away with it. Because you see, right, in attack, Latrell still makes his way out to that left centre. Mm. You know, so he doesn't do the, what we know as the modern fullback in attack. And then he just goes back in fullback in defence so he doesn't have to tackle. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and why that's they, they might be the one earlier. side that can get away with it because yeah. Latrell just... Because they, they, they can throw... Because then they can throw... If he goes off... AJ goes like, straight. Yeah. And who is... He's an actual he's fullback. He is a proper fullback on the wing. They can move Benji into wherever they want. Exactly. And move yeah Murray or Graham a set wider. As I mentioned before, the completion rates were down in this game. There's a lot of scrappy football, especially in that first half. Um, but the it was absolutely ferocious. Apart man. from apart from the intensity, I think I said uh, that first twenty would if it was uh, Cronulla and Bulldogs, we would have been bagging the Cronulla and Bulldogs. Oh, let's say Cronulla Bulldogs, I guess. Yeah, that'll do. We would have been bagging the crap out of the game, but because it wasn't, and it was that up tempo. Oh, um, it was so fast. That you can first, forgive it that to whole first half, they absolutely belted the absolute um, jeebus out of each I, other, man. I also think, and Ricky's clever. The other thing is, I'll talk about parents later. Ricky's so clever at having his team peak. Oh, you had a mark. Round 20. Yeah. No, round yeah. 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, yeah they're going to keep building. Yeah, and definitely. what I haven't liked necessarily, and I know coaches don't coach just to keep super coach coaches happy but um, and, and not necessary for me either but he's had a different forward pack every game this year um, some by choice some by injury uh, he started on a and he was just coming back he started Sutton one week he's had James start one week he's had Papali starting the bench Papai starting the bench um, I think they need to settle at some point they still have uh, Naira to come back he's, he's done that last year as well I don't think it matters with Papali'i yeah, to be yeah. honest it I think he's happy I think he said he, with him. he as said as he's happy give him 50 minutes yeah. he's, he's said he's Happy on the bench. Just yeah. fell blokes anyway. So, so. Th- uh, there's the element. I thought Hudson Young was absolutely outstanding. He, was. he just keeps growing and growing. Because um, I don't think the time changes. With I think they always no, they, they play that's the true. same that's time. It's yeah. just instead of being bashed up at the start, yeah. you're going to get bashed up after 20. That's, that's true. Right. Look, one, one thing I have to say about Canberra, and what really impresses me most, is that it doesn't matter if they're playing Penrith or if they're playing the Bulldogs. You know, they got this toughness about them that most teams don't have. It's a it's a grit that I like about them. And that, but one thing, and I know Penrith got accused of it because of their uh, arrogance. Definitely when they scored that try and and Critters giving it a tap in the hand, he's just standing there <laughs> waiting to go on. But the funny thing is about that. But people got to remember, Penrith done a Canberra on Canberra with that. Because when Canberra get those type of roll-ons, mate, the arrogance comes through them big time. Yeah. But no one ever talks about it because they're not coming first. And that, but if you're coming first, like the Panthers are, now of course it's, you're going to be spoken about. But oh, they did, yeah. they did White, a and, White and Rapana are specials for it. That's exactly. Yeah, that's, that's pretty right. rubbish. So, so the bloke was on the sideline ready yeah. to come on. I, he wasn't yeah. even on the field. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, but, but I'm just saying, If you turn around and uh, elbowed him in the face, good. what happened? But it was just good <laughs> to see a, a team do Canberra on Canberra. That's fair enough. Definitely. As Barney said, um, he just wanted, they just wanted just someone playing. extra in the prayer circle in the game. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Penrith because 
like I said, I love watching play. I love even when they're at the pump, the way they can turn the game on a dime and just go, well, they can make 30 metres, then all of a sudden they're in attack, then all of a sudden Louis has got the ball, all of a sudden uh, kick hours away, and it's like, they, it I just love they watching As they scored play. that first try, like Stane stepped about seven metres sideways yeah. <laughs> and they went back in. <laughs> and then, yeah, they got, as soon as they got that first try, they went up another gear and yeah. Raiders just couldn't match it, man. They just, but off the back fence for the next half an hour, 40 they're minutes. They're the only team with that extra gear against the top team so far this year. Obviously, that I've seen, yeah. Obviously, Melbourne have had it against some, some geeks. at but times have got it. I still think Penrith had another one. Yeah, I think they I think might so have too. another and, one And that's, well. the, that's the scary thing. I you know still who, think you, they had more. You know who turned the game? It was Fisher-Harris. That probably about the 15 minutes on, 15 between the 15 and wherever he went off, he was incredible. Like, he just – he was a pinball. He was going two or three times a set. He, he was um, – you just see it. With talk about really leaders, good players, especially where, you know, really good forwards. Follow me, and then if you're in that pack with him, you <laughs> you better be stepping up. With a really big, fo- really good forward, you see it when they match up against one of the better packs. You just see the steam coming out of their yeah. ears, their eyes start rolling. Right. And he just, really, like, really stamped a case to be in the conversation. I heard the it on forward. the radio this afternoon, actually, with Royce. He's like, you wouldn't want to pinch his lunch. You wouldn't <laughs> want to sneak up behind him and steal his sandwich. <laughs> 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 no, he was he was incredible. I uh, but then. And second half, Liam Martin was just every time he touched a ball was oh, shot out of the cannon. He was tremendous, actually. Yeah, awesome. yeah he, uh, that's he probably came his best game. Of oh, the year. without a doubt, he's yeah. gone from the almost making Origin at the end of last year mm. to can't you can't even start for him now. Yeah, back on the bench. So imagine like, that. Imagine he looked that like a, he looked like grand final Liam Martin. Yeah, yeah after that, that effort, he might be looking at a, <laughs> looking at a start. And Which spot is again. fair enough. Uh, a couple, a couple of Penrith boys. Um, before we get to the, the other big one, well, obviously Lua, I just love watching him. He's he's in my favourite thirteen if I'm picking one. Uh, As we mentioned, Rapana looked ill at sea at fullback, made yeah. four errors, but Momorowski made four errors as well, which True. sort of went unnoticed, I think, by a lot of people. But mm. there's a few times there where he could have probably yeah, some nice put some extra too, points yeah. it's on. Amazing as well. what happens when you're winning. Yeah, yeah. that's right, hundred um, percent. And but the thing is. Or under all of that, Nathan Cleary just was superb. He was, he was under underlying it all, and pff, I don't think he'll get a daggy M, but he was, that was the best he's played all year and got involved when he didn't, when he didn't. Charlie Staines um, is his best game in first grade, I think, um, even apart from the, the stuff he did last year. He looked like a first-grade winger. I think he'd be better first-grade fullback. I would actually... When he comes to the middle, that first 10 minutes, 15 minutes, he started coming to the middle and looking for the ball. Yep. And he, given where Crichton's at, um, I, I wouldn't be objective trying him there. Um, no, yeah. Moving Crichton back. But when you've got Matt Burton playing as well as he does, oh. what do you do? So you it's almost Mom like we're on the wing because he doesn't pass it anyway. Well, that's true. Well, not that's Crichton. Neither, yeah, neither does Crichton. Well, then Momorowski doesn't get the ball. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the day, it's been a blessing what's happened because, as we all know, the ordeal with uh, Burton trying to go to the Bulldogs a season early and Penrith say no, well, now. They're justified on keeping him there, the, having him playing in that centre while they've got those injuries. He's playing good footy. Yeah. You're also going to lose Cleary for six weeks with Origin. That's right. And you just go, right, you're playing halfback for six weeks and you lose and, nothing. And they, and they may, all, these, all those best teams yeah. drop two games in Origin and now Penrith don't have to. That's right. They might because it's going to have eight other blokes in the team, but yeah. puts them up there. Chance. And lastly, I need to mention it. 
Brian Tuo is just a superstar. Oh, yeah, He's just a freak. When he came out after half time, for that 20 minutes after half time, he just decided, I'll have every hit up. Bouncing off everybody. He just offloads. took every hit up. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Threw about three or four offloads. I don't think he got credited with a couple of them, to be honest. No. But he was, yeah, bouncing off the first tackle, bouncing off the second tackle. <laughs> then another two would grab him and he'd offload the ball. And yeah. just that roll on that they get, they get off the back. He of is, in my opinion, the best winger in the game. Uh, and if he was a foot taller, he'd be the first picked in origin. Uh, I still think he should be, but it'd be very interesting to see where he's at um, come origin time. Yeah, another, another eight weeks or whatever I don't think he gets there. I don't think he does either. Because you can't get Wrongfully. rid of Adokar. Well, they didn't Nofa, and rightfully so, given he's playing this year, but yeah. Nofa's form should have been that squad, I would have thought. And I don't think Lomax Nofa, even at his best, has ever been as good as what no, Tua no, has no, put no up. Any, no, no, no. Adakar's got one wing and two Tupo, because he's just that big body. Because yes. it's the easiest way out to have a seven-foot winger. That's it. Um, which they didn't kick to last year, but that's... No. <laughs> we've talked about that. Uh, just, you know, it just depends on how they want to go with the halves and... Well, if you go on all pen of connections, then... That's yeah, the that only thing that in. gives yeah. him a chance. Yeah. Which um, obviously Buzz pushed last week, which I don't disagree with, but I think Walker. Oh, Walker if if you were picking it tomorrow, I'd, I'd have Luai over Walker. I would oh, too. Oh, of course, yeah, hundred um, percent. Unless the one I wouldn't have, which he suggested, is Yeo at thirteen. That, but unless yeah, Mitchell's the centre, yeah, because if Mitchell's the, the centre and then Walker's the five eight on that side of the field, then they're working together. This, this show goes long enough without us tipping <laughs> Origin scores, but like we've talked about, you, you could genuinely pick five fullbacks as the, as the back line. You could right now. With yeah. Gutho. Um, Gutho, Pappy, Latrell, Teddy, and Turbo, <laughs> and no one's going to complain. That's it. <laughs> Turbo's got to play a game yet, but we'll get through that. So that's uh, any other final thoughts in this game? No, we'll wrap up the Dag Ems. The very last question has well, has Penrith peaked too early? <laughs> oh, no, nah. don't think so. Okay, I think we yeah, all said that got, we think we've got go. another gear to go. Um, I do expect at some point that they they will fall off a little. You bit. You know what? I think. Like, I think they're doing good. They know they're going to lose players during the origin period. So it's like, guys, if we win X, Y, Z amount before origin... That they can, can rest as well. We sort of like what Brisbane lose. used to do. That's Start right. Rotating yeah. the squad and whatever. Yeah. The just problem is, every time they lose someone, they've got a Matt Burden title. Yeah. For they just guns. Yeah, they've still got Naden up their sleeve. They lose another centre. They've, they've got still Isaac Tago um, to come through. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mate, and love Isaac. And, and that's I love thing. Isaac Tago, yeah. mate. Well, like, we're ch- we are chatting origin right now. There's yeah. a good chance Clear is the only one that plays origin. And Kate will potentially for Queensland. Yeah, there's a good chance that that's. Oh, it. Yeah, will be in the squad. Yeah, I'll get a yeah, will be in the squad. But does he play? No, he'll be in the squad, which takes him out of the game. Sport. Two but games, anyway. but he'll play. He'll back up. The point is, you won't miss a game because yeah, he'll exa- back up. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dag Ems. I'm going three, two, oh, two fish, one Luai. I had three for Cleary. I think um, he just got them to where they needed to be. As soon as they were under the pump, he just cleared it out and got them down the other end of the field. I had Luai with two points, and I had um, Fisher-Harris or Hudson-Young for the one. Uh, I had the fish. Fisher-Harris. Again, it comes back to the the forward. If your forwards aren't doing the role... um, The same as Tuo doesn't lay those tracks. Yeah. Um, I thought he was quiet for the first half an hour. That's the only reason I didn't... Fair enough. Also, also they did drop the ball 47 times. Trev, any thoughts? Player of the match. Player of the match. Mate, I I think uh, Lua... Oh, I thought he played awesome. Or you James haven't helped. Sure. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Uh, I'm going to say three fish, two, two, oh, one, Cleary. Okay, that works. Happy with that? Are you going to? Yeah, yeah. You, you no, can play do. a veto. No, no. As my co-host, you may play a veto. I'll give you two <laughs> veto cards every week. No, I'm happy with that. Titans forty-two, night sixteen. We can veto this if you want. Now, um, <laughs> tell us, tell us some stats, man. <laughs> 
eight tries to three, five out of eight conversions for the Knights, so it could have been worse. <laughs> two out of three <laughs> for the Titans, sorry. <laughs> two out of three for the Knights. 83% completion, played 71. 33 out of 40 sets, played 25 out of 35 sets. Eight line breaks to six. 30 tackle busts to 24. 10 offloads apiece. Uh, two force dropouts for the Titans and one for the Knights. Again, no 40-20s. 289 tackles for the Titans, played 333 for the Knights. Three ruck infringements from the Gold Coast and one to Newcastle. Four penalties conceded each. Nine errors played 10. Sinbin for the Titans. Mitch Rain with 37 tackles. Braley with 50. Uh, hang on, what have I done here? Corey Thompson <laughs> with 228 metres and Ponga with 180 metres. Tino made 19 tackles and missed four, which is unusual. AJ made five and missed three. The Knights halves missed four each. And Stafford to, uh, made three tackles and missed three tackles. Fafita with 147 supercoach points. Corey Thompson with 104. Plus two other Titans players before you get down to Jaden Braley with 74 supercoach points. Blew him off the field. End of the day. You see the game down? Uh, if I was a Titans fan, I'd be terribly embarrassed in my side. That Fafita try... That's under six stuff. He just he taps the ball to the three. Would you be more embarrassed if you're a Newcastle fan? Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant. Terrible, sorry. Um, I wondered why you all looked at me like that. Uh, but yeah, that, that's under six stuff. Yeah. He taps the ball 10 metres out, and was it four tackle? The super coach, NRL super coach, put it down as four tackle busts. <sighs> This is just his job to run at the smallest bloke on the field. Yeah. They've but been the doing it for the last three weeks. He, he, ran it, he didn't just run at the smallest, though. He ran at one of the second rows yeah. and just went... But what was funny, what they did in the yeah, second half... Yeah, he's angling half. towards the halfback. Connor Watson. He ran, he, the he Connor Watson. It was across. funny in the second half because we were watching yeah. him. Next minute, he just kept getting wider and wider and wider. And by the end, it's like, just put wing. him on a wing. Same result. Yeah. But if if that's what they're going to do, fine, because he's going to score. Well, I called four tries and just missed out after about 10 minutes of the game. But <laughs> I thought, um, what did I think? I thought Patrick Herb was good. Let's go away from Fafita for a bit. He was good. Um, nice try, but it was against. You always have to take grain of salt with these lower eight teams. One of um, Proctor's better games. One of Proctor's better games. Corey Thompson. I was going to say, as a great. Tigers fan, that would hurt. Just oh, well, it has ever since. <laughs> he's been good ever since. He's been good ever since he's gone times. He's played he's good amazing. Yeah, he couldn't tackle. Like, yeah, we could use him on the wing at the moment. Um, Trevor, did you see much of the game? Mate, at the end of the day, Titans had to go out and give it to this under-strength, or under-under-strength Newcastle team. If they didn't go out and do what they'd done, like, I would have been disappointed as a Titans supporter. So they went out, played who they were playing against, played who was up in front of them, and they'd done what they had to do, which was good to see. Yeah, nice. Um, Titans started red hot, and then Fafita just improved on that, and he just terrorised the centres and the and the halfbacks out on that left edge. And as you said, he got wider and wider and then started angling back in further yeah. and further and <laughs> just started bouncing over the top of everybody. Um, the Knights got beaten everywhere on the field except for probably... Well, here's the, one, the concern for me is that they are supposedly in the top sort of five forward packs in the comp, and they weren't missing too many from that, and they were just pounded. They the were, well, yeah. They're only the missing Titans Fitzgibbon. didn't really yeah, go through the middle, but which is, I'll get to in a second. Yeah, but yeah that's true. The, um, and their back line, the, with the cavalry they were missing, that Newcastle back line is barely reserve grade. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, as I said, they were beaten everywhere on the field, except for probably Hooker. I thought Braley probably out was a bit better than Rain, and Ponga may, maybe just edged out AJ, but... 
other than that, every other position on the field, they got smashed. Um, Mo and Tino were quiet, but as I said, they didn't work through the middle. No. They went straight to the edges. It was, they weren't even taking the two hit-ups and then going wide. They were taking one, yeah. center field, and then just going bang, hit those edges. Oop. And they just belted those edges all night. Tino uh, went to second row because Semi went off. Because Proctor went to right center. Yes, and then Tino did. went to right second row. Yeah, they didn't go there. And, and they just, they just didn't go left. there. <laughs> they just went, oh, again, back to the under six reference. Let's just give it to the big fella and see what he does. And we'll go off the he back of him. Uh, and if it's working, why not? Why, why not? Why well, would you go away from it? Exactly. It's working? So we, Paul we, Connor Watson. Peachy was quite yeah. good. Peachy's yeah, yeah. been Peachy awesome since being moved to 13. I think he's loving Locke. I think he's doing what Connor Watson was supposed to be doing all season, pretty much. But it helps when you got the cattle around you. They have had to shuffle a few around. Yeah. If you're going forward, someone like Peachy is amazing. If you're yeah. 20 down, he's not the type of guy that's going to help you win a and game. great kudos to Holbrook for recognising it. But he always yeah. tries and he always bounces around. But obviously, if yeah. you don't have that bit of extra space at the back of your pack, then it's not going to work yeah, as exactly. well. But when you've got, like, the 10 metres, they weren't even rushing off the line. And he's you know he's just bouncing around all around the back yeah. there. And it's, he's it's almost like a second 5'8 or a yeah. fullback out yeah. the back. Oh, yeah. he was brilliant. That, you know, he's, yeah. I've mentioned it a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. That's that's the way teams are going to have to go. That, they're going to have to go with a really big 13 that can offload, or they're going to have to go with a small 13 that bounces around and plays as a second 5'8". So, you're, yeah, but, it's either your Lolo type yeah, or, or someone like Burton. Burton would be perfect at 13. He would. Jeez, he would. That's Penrith Freddie, 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 Freddie Fittler. Yeah. Freddie Fittler of the 1990s type. Yeah. Thing Jason Smith. Yeah. <laughs> well, I but saw someone on the so. Tigers fan page suggesting Dewey should be 13, and that's actually not the worst shout I've seen today. But that's, yeah, but um, that's generally when you've got two good halves. <laughs> yes, we have zero. <laughs> but we've got one who's him. Yes. Dewey's going all right. Mate, Dan Larry can play 5'8 for years. He might be No, you know what? They'll promote yeah. young Donovan Boney from the SG ball up in the first grade. Mate, they've signed him on like a three-year deal, so... But yeah, the Titans <laughs> went away from the night strength, Zaxini. which was the middle, and they didn't spend a lot of time in the middle. They went to the edges and, and just cooked them. Good coaching. Absolutely cooked coaching. them. Yeah, just took their weapons out of the game, and it'd be interesting to see how well... They get they get them back, so they get Brabham Best back... Um, where, where to for Newcastle? And they knew where that... they were coming, so they just compressed their defence. They yeah. went, well, they were, they were centres and wingers we don't really need to worry about. So yeah. we'll just... So where, where's Newcastle now? They, what you see is what you get, or they, they do get their cavalry Obviously back Pong this week. Obviously, Pong was only his first game back, and, and he was Brad best. surprisingly but we said, pretty good. I said before Pong came back, let's say between him Best and Ponga are 18 points, that team. Yeah. And Kurt Mann. Depending who they're playing, but... It's still they compound. They need a general. They, they don't have they need the, the bench though. They still the don't have the bench. Yeah. No, Fitzgibbon back will be big when yeah. he finally comes back. Um, and but yeah, with Pierce, yeah, it's. It, I, I don't see them making the finals anymore. No, I, I had them there. No, no, Same no, with no, the Warriors. They're both sort of slipping back. Yeah, out. just it's amazing. And the, the thing is, a couple of injuries to the sides above, and all of a sudden they they were all. No, I, th- I think I, I, I think you can yeah, quite happily bracket them and the Warriors together, Dan, with the rest of the. You gonna say? No, no. End of day, I, I just think you know. We're still earlier on in the season. Uh, other teams have to go through what they're going through. Um, I can That's see Newcastle true. bouncing back. Okay, fair enough. Um, we we questioned the Titans, halves, and even AJ to an extent. I suppose they all turned up and did what their job this week. So I still wasn't happy with Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but are we, are we ever going to be? Been happy with Taylor to yeah. be honest. But, but, but um, why, why he's getting the big money? They got to play him. Yeah. AJ was good. AJ obviously got the try and um, all the 
Seems Sorry. to be working Breaking. into it a little bit. He, he had a poor game last week, but he's um, starting to build Can't it. Can we get good? Yeah. Um, Daggy M's three for feeder, two AJ, one Wallace. Was that I suggested something we didn't talk about? But I had two for Peachy and one for Brayley. Yep, happy with that too. What do you reckon? Peachy was up there. Peach actually is the one I forgot. In the whole um, I'm, I'm just personally surprised you didn't mention Mo. He was good. No, he was, <laughs> he was quiet. Um, he yeah, was it was. Quiet. It was unfortunately. Yeah, it was one of his quiet games. Again, but he's when you're playing through the centers, um, so what's going to do? Corey Thompson was yeah. one. Hundred percent. I don't know where you fit him in in that. Like you can only give three points. Like the three, yeah. two, one, and Fafita and um, Beachy were definitely the better two. But yeah, Corey. Corey's Thompson. the sort of player that a win plays player for them this year. Mm-hmm. Unless Fafita wins everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but he's in sensation. I'm happy with Corey Thompson one. But so three Fafita, two Peach. I thought Brayley just did enough to take the one. He just does all that gritty just stuff in the middle. Fuck him, man. Newcastle were too bad. They don't deserve it. Just quietly, Fair how enough. good has Brayley been, though, this he's year? Been oh, he's tremendous. What, what, he's been did he come back from player. an ACL? Well, yeah. yeah. Players that come back from an ACL just aren't good at when they first come back. RTS and Teddy, like two of the well, best the that have really played the game thing as fullbacks. The only thing that probably goes towards Brayley is he's generally not a running. Like, he'll run to the line mm. and then ball play. He's but not he's still sort explosive of that, he's not when like he does. He's cook that's and, yeah. always constantly darting. And, yeah. But as Daggy just said, he's still got that little bit of a... Well, he still gets through the line. He gets yeah. out, yeah. and he's still setting up tries with those short balls. Like, he, yeah, yeah, for someone that's come back from an ACL, he's sort of bucking the no, trends. No, he's great. And um, they've, they've put him straight in leadership group. He's, he's been... I've watched all hookers pretty closely as um, I was being saying last few weeks and he's been very impressive but I still think they don't deserve it no. so I'm going to give one to Thompson three to Fafita two to Peach one to Thompson <laughs> which I don't like yeah Thompson uh, I, was, I said Thompson Storm anyway. 52 Bulldogs 18 uh, interesting for the Storm was eight individual try scorers in 50 but um, which you don't often see but Barney you can tell us the yeah, rest they, of the they shared it around bloodshed. a fair bit the old Storm three tries for the Dogs nine for the Storm three out of three conversions and eight out of nine for Melbourne 89% completion for the Dogs, which was impressive, and 80% for the Storm. 31 out of 35 sets played 32 out of 40. Four line breaks for the Dogs and nine for the Storm. 28 tackle busts played 27. 14 offloads played 13. A forced dropout from Canterbury, end of 40-20. Three out of three ruck infringements. Two penalties conceded by the Dogs and five, oh, sorry, three by the Storm. They both had a sin binning. Waddell made 37 tackles. Grant made 38. Dallin made 205 metres. And George Jennings made 285 metres. Allen made 11 tackles and missed four. The halves from the Storm both missed five each, which has been a continuing trend for the, the two halves from Melbourne. Jennings made 118 supercoach points. Pappenhausen with 113. There was two other players from the Storm that scored over 100 points before you get down to Avarillo with 90 points. Big talking point out of this game was three tries to the Dogs, wasn't it? Oh, Yes, three tries to the Dogs. Sorry. Sorry. You're talking about you got, yeah, no, no, you got excited Dana's about eight try scores. Um, eight try scores. Dana's showing me one, one of his multis where I – the only person that cost me a multi this weekend was James Tedesco. Oh. Imagine that, having him in a multi <laughs> anyway. You just you, When you mentioned the eight try scores, I'm like, yeah. Everyone except Kenny. He needed Kenny. <laughs> Who came Kenny. close, actually. He, did he came very close. Anyway. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you're done? We're going to continue? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Done. I can keep going if you want. <laughs> no, no. I'll, go. no, no I'll, uh, I'll let Trevor's the Melbourne fan. What did you take of this? I'm sure it was a very insightful game. I mean, I thought the only uh, disappointing thing was uh, Canterbury scoring three tries. <laughs> but besides that, Melbourne, you know, they're just, uh, again, 
people undermine them. They were out of the top eight, what, first time in, like, donkey's years. Everyone wants a bag, and it's like, well, come on, guys. The teams they lost against were Penrith and Parramatta, like another two top four teams at the time. I'm not sure if anyone was bagging them, but, yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, like, Penrith... Are, man, I'd hate to see it when Melbourne suck in two years. You're going to be down in a dumb strip. Oh, <laughs> you really <laughs> t- Try being a Tigers fan. Or an Eels. Or an Eels. Sharks yeah. fan. Doesn't bother yeah. me. Chuck it in. But no, fair enough. No, fair dues. No, but at the end of the day, guys, I just think um, it was a good game. But uh, Penrith. Uh, Penrith. But Melbourne. Melbourne. Canterbury, Melbourne. Yeah, Canterbury, Melbourne. I, I just thought uh, Melbourne just allowed uh, Canterbury to score some three tries that were really not necessary mm. for him to score. And, uh, yeah. You'd yeah. almost say the three tries the Bulldogs scored wouldn't have been scored if it was a top eight side. Oh, yeah, Melbourne sort of just, like, switched. Uh, we're versing the Bulldogs. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, just that little bit blasé, which I'm sure Bellamy's going to rip him a new one for, as he does. The Thompson try was quite good. I think that would have been I scored against I thought Thompson was outstanding team. in his first game back. Not um, wrong. There was a, He's really, a, and I don't like the fact they're moving back to lock this week because he... They broke that edge it was and it was a nice offload. And I, th- I don't know. He, I thought he there was reports. He went off, didn't he? I think yeah. he went off. But yeah. He's been good nice, to see uh, George Jennings play his best all. game in the NRL. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Been. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And he was good. He was good he last was week as well. Good. But he's been good since. He was good last week. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. He's in a good team. He struggled for the first couple of weeks, but yeah, what his last do? two games. When you're a winger, you go from Tigers to Melbourne, you're probably a lot happier in life. Um, yeah, sorry, I thought Thompson was outstanding for the Bulldogs, actually. If, 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 if I'll say there. Um, they they did what they could do. What are they? They're not that good. They <laughs> were there. Um, oh, three tries for the dogs, mate. As my old man would say, fucking holy snapping dog shit. But like, how does that <laughs> happen, man? Like, fucking nobody expected him to score three tries. I thought they would be lucky to get a point, let alone three tries. Yeah. But well, that, that was the joke midweek. Just line up the field goal, or if you get <laughs> the right. penalty option, just take it just to get some points on the board. Um, Storm dominated. 70 minutes of this game um, they got a little loose in the middle at times which obviously led to some points there for the Bulldogs um, the Dogs actually showed a bit of fight especially yeah. in the middle of the field which was good um, as you said I I had big raps on Thompson coming back in I thought he gave him a bit of extra starch in that middle which they've been missing for a while um, that's been the best part of their game coming into this one, but they added a little bit more with Thompson coming well, back. Well, last week they stepped but, up and he can only help. And if they can at least get back to building on that, yeah. and that's what we said a couple of weeks ago, get back to what they did last year and just try and Avrilo was brilliant make people beat them. he was dropped yeah. and brought back in. He added the spark. He was the reason for two of the tries. Um, yeah. And yeah, he was extremely good considering um, you know, he'd been dropped the week before. What's the thoughts on Flanagan? Seeing he was just pretty much vanished from the Roosters. Now he's gone there. He's been fine. He's a a tradesman, I think. I think he's... He's a Chad Townsend. uh, Yeah, perfect analogy. He probably defends a little bit better than Chad, but um, he's he's just a kicking game, realistically. He's a general that tries to turn field position. Uh, He's got a decent short kicking game, can put up a bomb, kicks to the corners, but you're not going to get much more out of him. They've put a lot of eggs in his basket to pick him up from the Roosters. I think him and Burton would be good. I think that's a great compliment for each other because um, he's a Burton's big enough to play six and uh, Quell. I think, like I said, he, he gives you a kicking machine. He gives you a, a ninety percent kicker at his best. Like when he so that adds up for a lot of teams could use a ninety percent goal kicker. Well, definitely. Um, 
what you what you've seen this year is what he gets when he if he gets a good forward pack and a couple of explosive outside backs, he'll be people start saying he's a great yeah, great half. Need some X factor in that team. Um, there's a lot of workers, but they need that little bit extra. Yeah, the, and and, and they've really actually signings. provided it but, this week. But. Your Cotricks and Allens aren't aren't them. No, not so. yet. Not without the forwards in front of them. Mate, no. and, and that's Kotrick, the Kotrick is overpriced, mate. Yeah, and good luck to him. But yeah, yes, he is who he is. But he's, Kotrick's, I'm sure if he goes to like a Roosters or something, he's one of the. Well, we saw him at a Canberra play for New South Wales. Well, that's what I, exactly. That's so, the point. Yeah. Like, you know, you put him in that top side, and all of a sudden he's a. It's like a George Jennings. Yeah. Exact same analogy. And, and that's the thing. The Next year, the Bulldogs are bringing in a halfback and a winger. They haven't bought anyone up front that's to actually going to bolster what they need. I, 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 I think any Bulldogs fan that has high hopes for next year is gravely is very much overestimating what's uh, going to happen next year. Hopes. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, they need forwards. They, yeah. And I think Barrett's oh, – he's got to start somewhere, but I hope he's got something up his sleeve because even your Hetheringtons and Ogdens are not them right now. Definitely no, not. Definitely not. And what, what happened – what's happened with Napa? He's averaging 20, he's 25 minutes a game. He's right. gone from – That's what happens with props. And, and that's why I've been so surprised about Woods. They uh, are Super League. Super League, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, prop, you, and that was my concern about Haas earlier. You either have props or you don't. There's no – once you start getting a bit sore and a bit old and a bit smashed, you know, I've made a ton of money. Yeah, go to this. Super League and do it over there. And Unless you get good enough to sort of hit the half gaps and, you know, continue yeah. like, to turn around and offload or just get – if you've got a quick play of the ball, you can probably keep who's, going for okay, a little Who's while, the best prop in the game over 30? Rory Highgraves, he's playing off the bench. Yeah. And there's probably no other one. You could even mention another one. I think Woods, Woods is, is still only 30. better form than he has for I think a he's while, just turned 30 and he looks yeah. like he's 35. So is this um, due to the changes in the game? So they've bought both, a Dylan Napa two years ago when he was doing well at the Roosters. Oh, leg the, speed's massive nowadays. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I mean. So the, yeah. And yeah. that's because he was a big sign And that's, for him. that's actually Luke Thompson's advantage. You've seen more of him. But he doesn't that. have yeah. that leg speed Napa. And no. I don't think he no. really ever has. He's been he's always had big impact, like yeah. in collisions. But, but the collision but in, in, the, in the twelve, it, it, we're talking about a game twelve months ago where Brisbane were the best team in the comp because they had a slow forward pack. Yeah, and that doesn't exist anymore. And that's that's what's going to remember. Those, remember, yes. it was only eighteen months ago. I was watching that Brisbane for Brisbane they started started last year. Yeah, started two, and, I'll, and I'll just go. And he's the best team and in the comp. Pack was built and everyone. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it changes and doesn't take much to change. Uh, for Melbourne, they were tremendous. Um, speaking of forwards, Christian Welch is good. a star. Kafusi was tremendous on return. Uh, and uh, Kenny, we talked about Kenny uh, last week. Bromwich, he was good again. Kicking again. <laughs> he doesn't mind a grubber. Okay. So, but, they were, you know, you've done what you're doing. Papenaz did Papenaz things. And I thought Jerome Hughes probably had his best game with you, but he's entitled to with what, what was going but on. But nobody really shone at all either out of that. No, they They just sort of, everyone had their crack and they just went through the motions at times. And that's why Dog's got a few points, I thought. They switched off completely. It was like a training drill. And they still hit 50. Yeah. Pappenhausen, three. Hughes, two. Bromwich, one. Any suggestions? Bromwich, George Jennings, three, just because that's the best game he's ever played in his life. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bromwich isn't allowed the one after killing my multi. Okay, that's fine. I had had Welch. (laughs) I'm not a bagging him, I'm just saying it killed my multi, so we can't have the one point. I had Welch with two, and I gave Averillo one just because I thought he was a jack in the box for the dogs. Welch. Did some very good things. Talking Welch, does he lose his starting spot when Finucane comes back and all the. Changes happen because he Actually, has I was been. I've got to pull up Avrilo's stats because of this look that Daggy's given me. And 
Hafenuken would just go back to. Why are you giving Avrilo one point? Yeah. Welch wasn't starting it prior to the injuries that occurred at Melbourne. He started last year. No, no. They, they were talking he wasn't going to be starting this year. Oh, he was okay. going to come off the bench. I don't think you can drop him now. But. I guess we have to wait. The thing is, it's hard. You've got Cheese there. You've got some others. You don't you've know. You've got Cheese, Fanuka and Grant. So Grant starts I, – I've got a feeling he probably comes in this week and starts. Wouldn't, if he doesn't start it, this week, he starts next, next week. Yeah. <laughs> Show, so tell again, me Avrilo's stats. Yeah, Avrilo, one point because he had 80 minutes, one try, one try assist. He only had seven runs, but he had two tackle busts, two line breaks, one offload, 16 tackles, no misses. Okay, you don't lose by 50 and get a point, so Papanau's on one. <laughs> Uh, Jennings sure, three, sure, no, Welsh no, no. two. I'll accede you to Jennings. Uh, Welsh Didn't two. Did you said he gets a veto? And Papa, he yeah, a, yeah, 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 but I'm on. only half vetoing. You can't give a bloke from a bulldog's one. <laughs> it's the best game. If I'm going to give no, I'll give Luke Thompson one. How's that? that, that that's the best well, game Avarillo's going to play all year. Yeah. You're not going to give him a point. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give Luke Thompson one. Luke Thompson was better than Avarillo. I'll give you that. Right, yeah. Thompson one. So Jennings three, Welsh two, Thompson one. I don't mind that because he gets Papa now. off the top cool. of the list. Uh <laughs> Fucking Avarillo. Uh, Roosters 26, <laughs> Sharks 18. Uh, I thought the Sharks basically threw this game away, but Barney. Fucking veto you in a minute, you prick. Roosters 26 plays Start the your Sharks own fucking medal then. <laughs> <laughs> Break even I Barney the Award. Oh. <laughs> five tries to three, three I'll out of five them. conversions from the Roosters, two out of three for the Sharks. Penalty goal to the Sharks. 84% completion from the Roosters, played 79 from Cronulla. 32 out of 38 sets, played 27 out of 34. Seven line breaks to three, 32 tackle busts to 26. Five out of 11 offloads, uh, five offloads played 11. Uh, Force dropout from each side, no 40-20s. One ruck in, uh, two ruck infringements from the Sharks and zero from the Roosters. Hmm. Five penalties. <laughs> <laughs> five penalties conceded for, by the Roosters, two for the Sharks. Seven out of eight. Seven areas played eight. Crichton with 40 tackles. Ty Wilton with 51. Tupu with 237 metres. Kennedy with 192 metres. Uh, Walker missed six tackles and made 15. Um, <laughs> Manu and Morris missed four each. They're Dugan, Avarillo stats. Yeah, Dugan made three tackles and missed four in about nine minutes that he was on the field. <laughs> Wilton missed six out of 51. Supercoach points were... Uh, Brett Morris with 111, Walker with 89, Hutchinson with 78, and then down to Chad on 70 points. Just on it, has there ever been a better CTW in Supercoach? Oh, incredible this killer. year. I think he's averaging 100 plus. Yeah, he is. He's averaging That's 100 and something. Ridiculous. And he's at eight. Nine tries. He's, I think he's games. worth more now than Teddy was like at the peak most of the last year. Yeah, right. Mm. The feed is probably going to be I tell lion people will keep me because Teddy nearly at 900. It was the highest. Yeah, yeah but... Um, the feed is going to get close if he keeps running oh, over yeah, the well, top of people. That's why I got him now. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that next next show. Um, Man, I was not, I'm not going to lie. Ten minutes after halftime, I was in the garage fucking half-pissed going, who, Roosters? Who the fuck are the Roosters, <laughs> mate? What's, what's going on here? And then about ten minutes later, I'm like, yeah, that's Cronulla. <laughs> I thought, no, well, you're right. Cronulla were the better team for till about the 60-minute mark. Yeah. And easily. Easily, easily the better, better team. team. Yeah. I thought. Did you watch it, Hannah? I, uh, Waving at me. I went to bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought Cronulla had it. Uh, yeah, due to the, everything that's happened with the little one, I uh, thought, ah, I don't need to see the end of this game. I don't have Teddy and Supercoach anymore. <laughs> I don't have anyone playing. Off the bed. 
Yeah. Uh, Did you do the same trick? Yeah. Mate, all I can say is, right, there was a certain person who had their opinion at the beginning of the year when I said Sam Walker will make a big impact. And when he makes that NRL, and this person with his opinion goes, oh, no, nah, he's too young. He's too young. <laughs> bloke with an and, uh, opinion. Well, anyway, bloke with his opinion better be apologising. <laughs> and that. Uh, but anyway, long story short, mate, Sam Walker. <laughs> mate, the highlights are amazing. I've seen the highlights. He just, what happened? He just took control. Mate, he just took control for Two things happened, but I, yeah, sorry, I keep going on. Mate, he just took control for an 18 year old and he looked like he's played 100 NRL games. In his second. And then it was his second. He was good. <laughs> I'm not saying he's Andrew Johns. Did just the yet. Sharks just die in the arms? I thought that Sharks were winning that game, they were dominating. Did he also, he missed. Ted, uh, Townsend, 622 kick metres. Yep. Yeah, incredible. Because the, sta- the, the stats between the forwards was pretty even, to be honest. Um, and Crichton, Takiaho and uh, Jared were really, really good and really strong. And there was a few that weren't so strong. The Sharks were pretty strong across the board in their forward pack, but they weren't, um, you know, weren't pumping out the numbers that the good guys from the Roosters did. But... What Chad did was controlled field position. He mm. kept them down in their end for that first 60 minutes. Um, I said the Sharks were playing awesome. I was absolutely pumped. But then um, Walker got targeted early. I think that's why he was so quiet for the first yes, 50, did, yeah. 60 minutes. Um, uh, Wade Graham for the 15 minutes or whatever it was that he was on there was making sure he was getting hit every time he kicked the ball, doing what he does and pestering the shit out of the halves. And they kept doing that for a while, but um, yeah, Dugan Graham injured again. Both went off of HIAs the yeah, week they, before, not, and then they both went off of HIAs again this week. Like, which perhaps can surely suggest they that, came um, back they a week early, or, yeah. yeah or, like, you would think and that was a big thing, I think, that led to fatigue at the back end of the game. There, um, there actually should be a protocol in place where you should miss 10 days, I believe. Is it full stop? Yeah, it is. It's 14 days, yeah, yeah two yeah. games, yeah. Is it oh, it's 10 or 14, maybe it was 10. 10. I thought it was 10. But if you're knocked out in a, a boxing match, you know, that have a match, we've talked about for yeah. three months, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, UFC is um, the same. It's, you know? only a, it's only a matter of time before it changes. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Yeah, that's a terrible, terrible. And for whatever reason, I don't know, we put out, Sharks have been the butt of this HIE all year. Graham uh-huh. was the one that came. Is out that a club today. doctor thing? Is it a? Well, Graham said he, and from my, the way I read it, it's not the same club doctor as the Flanagan days, is it? I don't know. No, no, no I don't think so. He was <laughs> but, the first uh, bloke to get so. Yeah, but Graham. By the way, I read it today. Graham was the one that decided I'm sitting out this week. Okay, fair it enough. It wasn't the club that's the club was ready to make you pass in the protocols. That, that is that is terrible. If it's seriously, if, if that's, if that's, yeah, if if that's the, the case, it, then the Sharks bad. board seriously should be ashamed of themselves if they've got allegedly. If that's the case, I say allegedly because they get sued for that. Yeah, um, but Rudolph seriously, and Wilton were really strong. Uh, Ramian was pretty good coming back um, in his first that. game. Back. Ted Wilton's got something. He's fast too. Mm, fast yeah, enough. Yeah, good. Good and um, but as soon as they got under pressure, it was those first up missed tackles that I've mentioned time and time again. Um, that try that Tupo scored off that rainbow ball off um, off Walker that should never have been scored. Like Mulatalo didn't even lay a hand on him. He ran. Yeah. He was that far in off his wing and then had to turn and chase and missed him completely. And he just strolled over in the corner. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the Walker try when he scored that try on his own. Chad ran that far past him. He barely touched him when he stepped back inside yeah. him. And then Wilton tried to stop him, but what do you do? You know, the, the, the halfbacks run so far past him, and there's that's a 12 point turnaround. Oh, you know, 
tw- there's, there's 12 points yeah. and they're back within one try of stealing the game and then they scored that one and then scored another one after it. So, yeah, so Sharks' biggest problem is that first up, first well, up contact. And that goes hand in hand with the fact that the, the, the leader of the... The comeback was JWH. He was tremendous. He just came back and went, right, follow me, boys. A bit like um, Fisher-Harris earlier, but just he dragged them back into that game. But your point about Cronulla allowing that's probably a good one. Um, They they basically gave them 12 points in the space of about 10 minutes. But I thought he was... was, Walker jumped on the back of it, and that that last try was brilliant. That would have been scored against anybody. That was a great try, but... He was sensational. Uh, I thought Crichton was good all the way through again, um, as he always is, no surprise. And obviously, I just it's it, it was Walker's composure ultimately. Like, honestly, have a look at. There's a bloke we're about to talk about that's played 151 first grade games in the next game that fucking can't catch a kickoff. Um, <laughs> and Sam Walker's 18 years old and able to do that. Like, uh, sensational. Um, where? I'll wait to the end to talk about the top eight teams. Um, much else to add? Like, is this an indictment on Roosters or a rap to Cronulla? Oh, well, Roosters were flat to start the game. Um, yeah. The Sharks served up pretty close to their best and were doing it pretty well and then just dropped away at the back end. Um, again, as I said, with the two HIAs within the first 20 minutes, half an hour of a game is always going to fatigue your bench. Mm. But they let in some tries that still shouldn't have been let in, no matter if you've got two blokes on the bench or not. So, uh, No excuses. No. Fair enough. Um, I'm going Rear Hargraves 3, Crichton 2, Walker 1, but you may all shout at me and tell me I'm wrong. I agree with you, Dags. <laughs> Not in a position to argue on this one. <laughs> I agree with you. I don't even think I've... Checking Warren, I didn't put my points down in this one. Um, yeah, Walker 2, Jared 3, and I'd give Ty Wilton 1. Just uh, yeah, it, well, you see, Ty Wilton was the other one I said. Yeah. So, uh, okay, Hargraves 3, Walker 2, Wilton 1. Cowboys 34, Tigers 30. <laughs> six Bunny. tries apiece. Three out of six conversions for the Tigers, five out of six for the Cowboys. 74% completions out of both teams. 34 out of 46 sets. Played 28 out of 38 for the Cowboys. Yuck. Six line breaks to five. 31 tackle busts by the Tigers to 14 from the Cowboys. 16 offloads from the Tigers to six from the Cowboys. Force drop out each, no 40-20s. 327 tackles made by the Tigers, 385 made by the Cowboys. Zero ruck infringements from the Tigers and three from the Cowboys. Three penalties conceded by the Tigers and five by the Cowboys. 11 errors played 14. Little made 57 tackles. Cotter made 52. Nofo with 174 metres and Cotter with 156 metres. Nofo made one tackle, missed two. Talau made four tackles and missed two. Condon made 13 tackles and missed four. Supercoach points... Excuse me. Joe Offenghawi with 97 points. Dewey with 94. They lure with 84 and drink water with 81. Now, I thought just with, with this um, game, like I know the Cowboys scored first and then the Tigers hit back straight away. But I thought what really hurt the Tigers, I know they let in all those points in the – gave up a 22-point lead at half time, But losing um, BJ earlier on, I, I, he was doing good up until he got taken off. Big loss there. 
And in a context of the game, he probably was. Yeah. He, and the thing is, he went back down to New South Wales Cup and performed. He, he earned his spot. Yeah. He, he played Parramatta a couple of weeks prior and ripped them to shreds. Like he's like, oh, I'm too good for this. What? What the hell am I doing down here? Yeah. Hey, he, if he you give me no excuses for two from the Sharks, I'm not taking your one fucking excuse for BJ fucking Lua. No, no. <laughs> my, my bigger excuse: the Nofaluma second try was a try every day of the week. Oh, yeah. I do not know what James Roberts is meant to do there. Cohen Hess went to tackle James Roberts thinking he was going to get the ball. James Roberts never got the ball and Cohen Hess just didn't even try. Mate, you know what yeah. it was? The video ref had to make his KFC quota. And that's it. And mate, he's waiting for his three-piece feed. Sorry, mate, you got to get that quota up. And you know... And I think it's just because it took so long to get the ball to get out behind him. I think yeah. the contact was just that bit too early and, if and it had the, been the, a fraction later the problem is they weren't even complaining Hess, they, it, no. and, and that's when you know the video ref's done wrong when yeah. the defenders don't I like, hate I they hate don't complain. when they don't complain I'm fine with the way the bunker's working but I hate that very late one when it goes when they they call it because it's like and I said last week it's like when the stewards fire their own protest like it's going to be upheld just They're fucking say it anyway it, yeah just yeah. go look you have to obstruct like I hate that moment waiting I, I don't think has there been one yet where they've gone all right, uh, there was yes, this. there was. It and was, but it was a ground. It was like inconclusive. Oh, okay, it was. Um, there's been a couple where like a hook has dived over and they just can't tell. Uh, yeah. It was the one at Penrith yeah. where there was two heads in the way. Yeah. Um. Some I think someone's head was behind one hand and the kicker's hand was behind the other. They couldn't tell if it grounded. Uh, good competitive game for about 15 minutes. The Tigers dead set gave up for fucking half an hour, 40 oh, minutes. Yeah. As soon as the Cowboys went on that run, after the Tigers scored that try and then the Cowboys hit straight back and they dead set gave up for fucking half an hour. Yeah, at, at, one, at one stage I thought it was the Western Suburb Magpies run, massive cup team running out there. Because the they would have tried harder. Because the day before they got racked up by 60 points against St Mary's and I thought, okay, well, they're out there playing first grade now. Yeah. Um, no. Garner and Offer were the best for the Tigers. The halves were okay, but fuck, man, that was... The cows just cruised through that second half because they knew that they were pretty well in front. Well, I, I think well, time, that's the yeah, only reason time. the Tigers right. came back. Uh, that's, what, that's what I put in the group chat. West Tigers honouring Tommy Tommy Rodonitis by playing like the uh, 1999 Magpies. All right. I, I was expecting something. Come on, son. <laughs> Get into it. All right, let rip. That's all right. Leave you on. <laughs> <laughs> I, at halftime in that game, I'll tell you now, I have never been so embarrassed to be a Tigers fan as I had sitting at Clone Hotel halftime in that fucking game. The only good news story anyone wanted all week, every league fan in Australia, all they wanted was a full house Leichhardt Oval, Tigers to win by 20 against the Spastics of the Comp, place rocking, everything you wanted. Salute Tommy. What a great story. It's all everyone in rugby league wanted except for probably, you know, nah, the what, population what of Townsville. What they actually wanted, they wanted a game to be moved to Campbelltown. Yeah, all league. But, you know, it's still um, <laughs> so they've walked out there. Brooke, uh, Luke Brooks has walked out and put Tommy's jersey, the number seven, on a chair to watch. Fuck. He may as well sat down next to him. Tommy would have rolled straight yeah. away. But um, so they walk out after that. They... Produce what they produced in that first half. Like that was pathetic. It was both edges were embarrassing. Uh, there was no intent. There was no rushing the line. There was no not one of those forwards said, "You know what? I'm fucking playing for Tommy today. I'm going to run up and hit up, do a hit up here." It, they just went through their motions. Uh, 
All right, Hammer scored that runaway try. The next set, we had three repeat sets. No one wanted to actually try something. Three repeat sets was like, oh, and even I as a fan watching at that time thinking, oh, well, it won't matter. We're going to score. Like, we have to score in a minute. And, it, yeah. and then we didn't. And then off they went. There was no intent. Okay, so you got no influence just trying to f- sign a four-year deal on $750, $750K a year. Um, now he had no intent catching that ball at the sec- the, yeah, yeah. the Tulagi second try. Just stood there. Oh, oh well. Uh, neither edge wants to slide. So I don't. they don't know if they're up and in all their sliding defence. There's just nothing there. Um, yeah, all right, they rolled the dice on James Roberts, who, all right, they got him cheap, 180 a year, whatever he's getting paid. He's the fucking biggest pop plan I've ever seen now. He, 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 he um, cost him that try you talked about earlier, which I can sort of give. Two minutes later, they had the ball back. They threw it out to him. He walks over. He dropped it cold. So he's cost him the game twice in two sets, but his defensive decisions are terrible. There's no communication. Ran into touch. He got bundled in touch twice. Uh, I'll, I'll give him – I'm not playing in a lot of this on match, but I'll give him a slap. And how the fuck you have your captain – Fuck up your rotation. So your captain misses, plays 28 games in of uh, rugby league. He didn't come on that second half at all. Yeah. And supposedly it's because the rotation was thrown out. Um, they needed him. Of course they needed him. I don't know what rotation was thrown out. Wouldn't you just go, okay, we've got two... T- two- Cowboys... The fucking Cowboys forwards were better than the Tigers forwards. We've done nothing but bash up the Cowboys fucking forwards for the entirety of this season, man. So, and then we come to our 151 game halfback, who... I've even lost the words now. Like I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> the back end of that game when that comeback started, you know who started? Moses and Bai. Mumbai started that and Dewey started that. Nowhere to be seen the whole way through. Then um, Miracle Ball gets one out. Six to go. This is a miracle try. Uh, all we could do is catch that 150 game halfback and we've got 30 seconds. We can score this and he drops it cold off at kickoff. Um, seriously, it's now at the stage where it's, I think it's actually better for Luke Brooks not to be this club. This is a player that, by his own admission, doesn't want to control a game, doesn't mean to do with a game, just wants to run around and, I don't know, be Mitchell Moses. Yeah. Um, and we'll get on to that. So I think for both parties it's time for him to – if I'm mad, I'm walking out the game going, we'll pay you next two years but you're playing reserve grade. That's it. Don't want to see you again. Bye bye. And then if you can go find a halfback next year, mate. Or whatever. I don't. Cowboys. If Todd Payton calls, go. Yeah. Get Jock Madden in there. Go and chase rounds. Do what you got to do. But I, I would uh, conservatively over my years own, have or still own the best part of thirty West Tigers jerseys, Uh, and that's probably not. That's probably under guessing. That's in addition to everything else. And I am not putting one of them back on until the blokes actually get paid to wear the fucking thing, have pride in it, because I no longer do. I was just that disgusted. Um, and that's all I've got to say about that. Mate, all I have to say as well is if Brandy Alexander can come out and say Milford stole all the money from the Broncos as a player, what's Brooks done? <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I can respect someone... Like, like Mitchell Moses went to a club where he was going to run the show. Brooks came out last year and Benji left goes, I don't actually want to run the show. Right. So why are you here? Why are you on 800? Why is Mboy... Go and play in the fucking M-boy American playing, League. Why is can dominate a utility then? Well, same reason. There's seven. There's seventeen. One point seven mil. They bought him as a half or a fullback. They bought him as. That's what I mean. So your half doesn't want to clearly bought him. You have to ask Ivan how he bought him. Yeah. To make sure Petrov didn't buy him, maybe. But that's what I mean. Do is your fullback. 
Moses is your, I'm um, sorry, Moses. Brooks is your 5'8", and by your half. I'm the first to knock Moses. He was good on the weekend. He was good on the Tried as hard as he could. Uh, Dewey's good, obviously. If you could kick, we go to Golden Point, we'd probably win. Um, but seriously, the, the Roberts experiment just got to end. Capel's back this week, so I don't know where that's going. Um, <laughs> or you take out the game, you can you can wrap three forwards. Garner was good. I don't know why he didn't start. Uh, Joffa was probably his best game for the Tigers, and Stefano was good again. And Musgrove has, has been fine since he's been back. Um, I thought Little was good. I thought Witch done okay. Little act- and tried yeah. up. Yeah, like actually, yeah, you're right. And Twild, Twild, Twild. Like he's that's what he sees what you get. Um, the so Cowboys I, I, forwards were just better for longer than the Tigers forwards. That's it. Um, and the Cowboys bench was actually good, and the Tigers bench was not so good. It was non-existent um, almost. The six and nine from the Tigers were probably their best areas of attack. Emboy came on to pay nine and a bit of six at different times, but the Tigers' edges were absolute dog shit. Uh, they time they those, those tries down that left-hand side, there was about three of them, I think, yeah. and it was just comical. It was just fucking no, they went, and they went right twice. Stupid mistakes yeah. and blokes out of position and fucking. But they'd, like I said, they didn't know if they were sliding or comp- like they just stood there and oh. Well, we probably should have tackled him. Then off they went. <laughs> Where's like, he gone? You oh, give fuck. it to – and the first – again, it's like the Saab try, the, the first hammer try you accept. You go, wow, that was pretty good. But, again, Jimmy Roberts, supposedly the fastest bloke on the field, had no interest in supporting Didn't Laurie. Didn't try and chase And, like, if he does, he cleans it up and we're playing from nil on. Daggy Evans um, and move on? Yeah, I suppose we should. <laughs> I'm just trying to give any uh, – but then, but then the other thing is – no one can possibly watch that Cowboys effort and think they're going to win another game this year. That's how bad the Tigers were. Seriously, like what you take. No, one, Cohen Hess. Week, once they started running, Cohen Hess. Once they started running, Cohen Hess. We scored thirty points. Like it's like yeah. Oh, there's interesting. Anyway, the three Tulagi, two Hammer, one. I gave it to Ben Condon because you'll never get another point. But he might I be had three for Ruben Cotter. I thought he was. Tremendous. Yeah, okay. He led the tackles and the meters for the Cowboys. Um, drink water was part of the reason that they got their early ball out into the centre, so I gave him two. And I actually gave Garner one just because I thought he was close to the best forward on the field. I'm okay with that. Yep. Garner or Joffa, but I'll say Garner's fine. Okay, Cotter three, drink water two, nothing for Hammer? No. Okay, one to Garner. Let's wrap it up just to keep the joy going. Um, the only thing that made me feel better was I was watching the the Sunday games with Damo and Paralos too, so that cheered me up. And uh, and I was seeing one of his one of our mates and fan of the show. Shout out to Benny, who's a Warriors fan. So all three of us got to be losers together. Dragons twenty six, Para twelve. Um, Dragons were good, and Barney will tell us stuff. Yeah, so we had two tries for the Eels and four for the Dragons. Two out of two conversions played four out of four and a penalty goal for the Dragons. 72% completion for Parramatta, 83 for the Dragons. 31 out of 43 sets played 35 out of 42. Five line breaks to four. 35 tackle bust to 21. 12 offloads to eight. One force dropout for the Dragons. No 40-20s. 385 tackles made by the Eels played 359 for the Dragons. Five ruck infringements to nine. 14 errors for Parramatta and eight for the Dragons. And a bin for the Dragons. Mahoney made 57 tackles. McCulloch with 50. Gutho with 210 metres and Vaughan with 175. Brown missed five tackles out of 38. Both halves missed five tackles. For Parramatta, Bird missed four tackles out of 16. Supercoach points, Dufty with 115, Papali'i with 109, and Gutho with 74. Would you like the floor, Dana? 
No. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh. no, no. Yeah. Here we go. Um, dragon's too big, too fast, too strong. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah the, the, so saying. the Dragon's finally done what other teams haven't done. And Nikore, as good as he is in attack as a, uh, a second rower in centre, they they just, oh, let's put some speed against the big second rower that's playing out wide. Doesn't that speak volumes for the centre stocks around the comp? That, like... Does considering he's been one of their better players for the last couple of weeks, and and that thing is what's so devastating about these left edge teams. Yeah, they're just destroying them. And that's it. So they they just they wanted it more from the start. It was Parramatta error riddled through the entire game. They never got started, to be honest. Um, Big effort. The writing was the writing was on the wall. The, The Eels have played three good halves all season. The, the riding was on the wall. I think, yeah, I think, I think it's and two against Melbourne. So. Two against Melbourne and the first half against the Tigers, and that is it. And I should arguably were lucky to win that game. So they were, uh, yep. Lane, Dylan Brown, and Reed were okay, but um, the Dragons were just solid all across the field. I don't think there was anyone that didn't have a pretty good game for the Dragons in this one. Um, they looked like pretty close to a top four team. But realistically, they were intensity wise. You know when it hit me. Uh, and, and I know I just watched the Tigers <laughs> defend. It was the set Sims got sent off. No, just bashing. And, and I was just sitting there going, this defense is fucking awesome. Like, yep. that was as good a defense I've seen all weekend. They they knew they weren't going to score, and Sims gave away that sin bin. And, and, and you know, the, center, the 10 minutes is rightfully so, but they were never going to score if they didn't. Like, yeah, I'm just, just so sitting. strong. Like, every player just did their job and yep. most of them did better than what they were expected to do like they just bashed them consistently with with the ball and without the ball and Parramatta just kept dropping it and turning it back to them so yeah can't expect much when you keep giving them back the ball did you see much of the game uh, mate, I didn't get to see uh, much of this game. Uh, I was listening to it on radio, though. In fact, makes the count. But I just have to did say, did they give it to him? I oh, mate, they did. Like, but <laughs> I have to admit, though, uh, Hook has done an amazing job. Again, uh, people out there in podcast, radio, Wonderland. Well, I tipped them to fucking get the wooden spoon, mate. Yeah. So yeah, I'll own up well. to that. I think I was uh, one of so many people said, "No, nah, Hook would be good for him," and that. Uh, he would go well. I, I thought this will be a rebuilding year. It's still early days for him, but he's got him going really well. And especially after the Charity Shield. Again, yeah. uh, people love looking into the Charity Shield, but again, it's only a trial game. Yeah. As he said last night, they, they played a really good team in that game. That's and right. they learned a lot of lessons. And, that's right. Yeah, mate, and, and now they've got um, Maguire going there, mate. I, I think, uh, again, that's just going to bolster their forward pack. Yeah. And for the people who are like, oh, why are they getting him? They've got to understand. He's one of Hook's old boys. Yeah. And he's been one of the Cowboys' best. That's right. We said oh, the last couple been. of weeks. Um. I, I, I knew, yeah, like I said, it was an ambush on. I love the attack. I love that um, Hooks just put confidence in these blokes. Dufty was tremendous. Like, just looked every bit as good as any other fullback in the comp. Pace, uh, rain, he loves that rainbow ball. It works. It brings Lomax and you know, everyone else in the game. Ravalawa just owned Sevo again, as he's he done his last few yep. times he's played him. I think he's made that his mission every time yeah. he plays him, Jeez, to be he's honest. Done it <laughs> the, ch- the Eels change hasn't worked in the halves. Uh, Brad Arthur, at the start of the season, said, oh, well, after they lost to the Panthers, oh, it's only a trial. We're not worried. At the end of the day, the Eels haven't been able to produce 
any quality attacking football except for the Broncos with one person on the bench, the Sharks with no one on the bench, and that first half against the Tigers. Like, this yeah. change has not worked. And Dylan you know, Brown did try his ass off. Oh, Dylan Brown tried Dylan his ass off. And you know who's the missing link? Moses, we haven't. Have you seen Moses it, has done? Uh, I cannot. Is there one I cannot think of and that was the Sevo kick, which was lucky. Yes, which at was best. Well, let's call. Yeah, uh, you can call it pretty quick luck, which I guess yeah. is forty meter kick to your wingers' luck. That's it. Um, He's done absolutely nothing. But he didn't. He, like I thought, they'd turn up here. It is Mitch is going to start soon, but he just has not turned up at he, all. He's done nothing. But it's not like that half time. It's like they don't want to play to him. And, and, I, yeah, and I'd, yeah, I've got. I'd have. I'd happily if Dylan Brown's out this week with suspension. If he come in as the seven next week and Jordan Rankin played Playing five good eight, footy, Jordan Rankin. Exactly. If Jordan Rankin came in at five eight and Moses was dropped for two or three weeks, I would not have an issue with it at all. They got a pretty, but they got a pretty good combination going there with Archers as well. He's um. He's bulked up a little bit. He, he looks like it, but he's very. He looks he's like still he's very smart young. Player. He's still young. Yeah, he got time. He's got yeah. Um, he's growing up. He's growing up. That's right. Um, other than that, like you take, uh, you, yeah, Guthrie and Papali are the two best on the field for power, uh, and the fifty tackles Mahani made. I think that's all you can say. They're the same three. Dragons. Really? I agree with Barney said. They um, look like a top four defensive team, and they're not far off a top four attacking team. They're playing. You got Ben Hunt to go back in, who might come back um, as long as both his legs work. Might come back, bullet, you know, ten foot tall and bulletproof, and lead him around. I um. Got to give, to it, got to give yeah. full credit to him. Uh, I was, I tipped him to win the spoon. I laughed at the fact they signed Hook. I put my hand up and say I was wrong. Obviously, the bloke and coach. Um, he's put smart people around him as well. And Young's still there and Matty Elliott there. Done a good job. Um, outstanding. The last time he got sacked, he was running yeah. fourth. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so impressed. Um, so Norman's yeah, actually full been credit. quite good since he's come back. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go three to Dufty, two Ravalawa, one to Paul Vaughan, who we didn't even mention, but he he like, up against supposedly the best full back in the comp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tremendous again, and he's almost a walk up to play Origin this year. I went three for Dufty, two for McCulloch, and one for Papali'i. I thought Henry Perinara deserved a point. Oh, for that. <laughs> <laughs> that no try off. We're waiting for it. The, the no try. It was the same as the James Roberts one. There's no. Mm. The the. Paul you know, running through. You know what that is? That's a classic. When you watch you go, that should be a try. But as soon as you see you go, that's, they're going to say no try. They're going exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, straight away oh. his outcome was, and you disagree straight away, and you go, okay, that was. Winning. Yeah, and, and that's it. And between that and um, what was the other one? The the Bryce Cartwright offload off the ground. Heckle, I didn't mention Bryce. Heckle was Bryce. Bryce was. He brought oh so my. much joy to me after oh wanting to. Oh my gosh! I came off the train tracks outside the Colonial <laughs> just to come in when they said Cartwright's on, and he did not let me down. <laughs> <laughs> That one run, he just went left and went nowhere. And he went back and just threw it to no one. Surprisingly, he made, like, he made like 35 tackles and only missed two, though. Right. It's, it's probably the best oh, he's done in it three years. He him with so much joy and then sitting next to Damo. Oh, my god! I'm gosh. an arsehole. Oh. I can't say the same word on the show, but, man, don't sit next to me. And they've reselected him. <laughs> Slap, salute, and pop plant. Uh, no, three, two, yeah. what do you say? So three, Dufty, two, McCulloch, one Vaughan, and one Ravalawa. No, who did I? Vaughan. You had Papa the... Lee. I had Papa Lee. No, Vaughan. He was really, really No power good play deserves it. But, okay. I know he was. Fair enough. And Mahani did make his usual 50 tackles and yeah, no, no pa- problems no there. Power. I want to ask you quickly, boys. So we've been through this, and, and this, this week's going to be a better a better indication. But um, where are these the big six at? So Roosters just scraped home. Canberra got beat. Parra got beat. Uh, I think your top two have stood out. And your next four, it's up to whether 
they pull their finger out or not. I am very close to relegating Para to Newcastle land. Yeah, bottom eight, maybe. And it's like I said, it's only a gutter injury away from being... Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I mentioned it to you before the podcast started. Um, I've got them finishing in the top four, but dying in the ass and not winning a finals game. The top four that we've all mentioned, Penrith, Melbourne, uh, Roosters and, Roosters and South, I, said, I think, I, are pretty see, much I, I can see them finishing something there like There is fourth. no way any Obviously, team... it depends on um, as, they can, as long as they can keep uh, Walker fit um, and Hutchinson, and, you know, like the, but they've got that much star power and out the There's back. There's still star power, and if you can have faith in a Sam Walker, yeah, they're going to so be top four. Top four um, I've got the Eels finishing in the top four, losing to Penrith round one of the finals, and then losing to either the Raiders or Roosters in the second round. Newcastle Warriors are slipping, um, but there's still a long way to go. Um, yeah. Can will be fine. Everything below those top four, man. It's, it's not worth talking question about. Question marks everywhere. Yeah, and like I said, um, two weeks back, wins or losses against those wins against those teams doesn't even count unless you're beating the best. There's no point. Like Titans winning by thirty actually doesn't count if I'm putting Newcastle in. The, like they have to, if they win by thirty against they Roosters, they probably get like closest four. to the four out of. They're probably seven. Anybody else? Their draws pretty good from memory too. And Canberra have a do have a good draw. Parramatta just have a perfect draw coming up too. I think they've got. Next six weeks they've they got Raiders two, away, got Raiders and the and Roosters, South, so Roosters at home. Penrith and Penrith have spastics for the next six weeks. Well, it doesn't matter who Penrith play. At the but and that's the thing, and this is, and I've thought about. I'll talk about Supercoach later. But in terms of looking at Supercoach players, I look at who they've coming up. Mm. But then you got to realise when you are the big dog, you don't worry about who's coming up. You just go you for just big play, dog. You play. What All you right, salute play. and slap. Uh, salute and slap. I'm gonna. My slap has to be the Tigers. I hope, like, they should get Roy Masters into that fucking dressing room and make them all slap each other that they have some pride in the jersey. So all of them get a slap. Uh, I'm supposed to play. Hang on. It'll sound like this. Hang on. There we go. There it is. So they should slap each other. That should have been Monday's training session. That's Tyronicus for you. Just that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Roy yeah, Masters getting I'm his gonna, <laughs> I'm going to slap the Sharks just because they threw that one away. They're, as I said, they let in two tries, and it was all on that first up tackle. And they should have they should have put that one to bed. Trev, uh, mate, uh, you've already done the slap for me, so it's going to go to the Tigers. Just. Do you have a slap? Add slap one, more, add boys. one more to it. Yeah, I could say the Eels again, and, like everywhere. But that was for, for the occasion that that was. That's massive letdown. Well, let's keep the fun going and go straight to our pot plant before we get to the good stuff. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Pot plant of the week, barn. Uh, my, the Broncos wingers. Between the two of them, they did sweet fuck all. They missed tackles, errors, a couple of runs, and yeah, they were. Probably the worst couple of wingers running around this weekend, in my opinion. So, yeah, the Warriors went far off him. Uh, do you have a pot plant? Brody Croft. So, another yeah, Bronco, fine. but he come on the field. I think his first touch was a kick out on the full. He yeah. missed a tackle or two. He was on for 10 minutes, and there was like three, four errors. It was yeah. comical. Do you have a pot plant? Yeah, I do, actually. Tapane. Just standing there as a pot plant, waiting to go on the field. Oh, and gets in the way, gets, gets in the way of the celebration. Oh, breaking news. Gets in the way of the celebration. He should have been a pot of cactus, then they would all. Breaking news from the NRL they've, uh, the Raiders have actually been fined over that incident. Something to do with the trainer. Yeah, the trainer got involved. Yeah, the trainer, the trainer came in yes. and got fined 10 yeah, grand. Right. They got the trainer fined. got involved. Yeah. yeah, which is um, a bit preposterous. What did Crichton get? 1,500? 15, oh, 1,350, I think, with the early guilty plea. <laughs> the Raiders just have. 
million bucks in their budget for fines because <laughs> between Ricky and the trainer, uh, that's fine. My pop plan is James Roberts uh, standing in the line there if he hadn't you know, costing him a try, then just dropping cold. The next, like I said, two minutes later, dropping cold. The match tying try, and that's not even a dimension to mention the uh, first half effort. So, pop plant James Roberts, go back to reserve grade and get out of here. Mm-hmm. Sick of senior already. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. I'm sure he's very nice. But um, gosh, all right, some salutes to. Let's finish on a high note. Uh, I am going to salute Hook. Mm-hmm. Um, for someone who I bagged and drags who I tipped to win the spoon, bloke and coach, he's done a tremendous job. He's instilled confidence into some players that, well, you start to wonder what was Mary McGregor doing for a couple of years. Um, he's put good people around him. Uh, I thought he spoke tremendously well last night's interview, which we, we both watched. Um, He's got dragons humming, and they're going to be very hard not to finish top five, I think. I'm um, going to jump in and salute the dragons because, as I, well, for exactly the same reasons, mate, I wrote them off at the start of the year, considering what the, the low base that they came off at the back end of last year and the way that they've improved out of sight. Uh, they're all having a go. The first couple of rounds, it was a bit iffy there, but the, the last three weeks, every single one of their players is just ripping in and doing the absolute best that they can. And to do so. that with absolute minimal roster change, yeah. it's not like anyone can sit there and go, oh, well, they signed someone else. Absolutely tremendous. So kudos to them. I actually enjoy watching them play. Like I said, I... I was watching them in defence and just thought, wow, I was blown away how well they're defending his Parramatta, even though it is Parramatta. Um, Danon? For feeder. That was just... That was a next-level individual... uh, Talking individual performance, that was um, one of the best that I can remember. Mate, I was going to go for feeder as well. (laughs) Fair enough. So, no, I've got to give it to him. Yeah, mate. Mate, he's a freak. And it was uh, great to see him do what he does. Hopefully he can uh, keep on carrying that type of attitude and performance on for the Titans. Very good. Good job, boys. That's been our review show. Uh, We'll have a quick break here and get this one up and tune in very shortly for our full preview of round six ahead as well as our Supercoach Talk PCTC. But as for now... Uh, give us a like and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, anywhere you can find good podcasts. You'll find us. That's been our review show. Catch you soon.